Love Talk Radio. Yes. Welcome to the cricket show. We have three new, the kind of stages of the finding match in the major competition. This environment, right? And for the closing ceremony, this is called as they bring you that ceremony until He had an outstanding season, 411 runs, an average of 51.38, 12 wickets, a strike rate of 184.3. Well done. Well, you guys were not in the final today, but you definitely had a good season. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's just part of a game. We played a good cricket overall the tournament, but we lost yesterday, So, but I'm still happy I've got this. Uh, how have you been playing all season? How do you prepare for such a tournament like this? Uh, it was a very important tournament for me. Like that was the, I, I think the biggest event in US cricket. So I was working hard for it. So yeah, we got it at the end. And the next season, what's the plan for your side as you try to pass win a tournament? Uh, yeah, actually the cricket is growing up here. The competition is quite high, so we have to work hard for it. And uh, I know I play with these uh, all these guys, so we will work better for the next season. Well, congratulations on your award, ladies and gentlemen. Give them another round of applause. I'm going to ask Mr. Nitu uh, Binar to come forward to present the umpires now with a memento of officiating on today's match. Yeah. Congratulations to Jermaine Lindo, who did a fantastic job. DJ Malela. Oh, yeah. 
Good evening and welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. blogtalkradio.com slash thecricketshow or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to thecricketshow at comcast.net. And now, let's talk cricket, lovely cricket. Yes, indeed, before we talk cricket, we usually ask God's presence in the show. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening. Thank you for all you have done for us. We pray you just let this show go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We pray especially for our alien brothers and sisters, namely my dear wife, Eunice, Dr. Leroy Lashley and his daughter, Lisa Lashley, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murchis Nesbitt, El Comino Willett, Wentworth Francis, Dennis Kelman, Iselma Cornelius, Roston Otto, Joseph Guntrup, Willis Daniel, and Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hall Pike, Dr. Roger Brown, Earl Stevens, and all the others who have not expressed their concerns, all we pray for them. You 
that you can bring them back to their normal selves. We trust that you just enhance these folks who are giving us support financially, that you just encourage them to help us along the way. We thank you for all the sponsors, all the participants in this show, and trust that they may be able to come on this evening. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. To you, Mr. Dennis. Amen. Yes, thank you. Why don't you go right into, you have a little episode to do before we, during the outline, we have about 12 minutes or so before we go into the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour, but if you want to pause and go right into it before I bring you this summer, go right here. Well, should we uh, hit one of those early topics that we have lined up for today? Oh, okay, well, okay, we, we can... Hold that for a while because we're going to have quite a bit of time later then. I thought you had another uh, something of importance, and you just wanted to just tell the folks today that the Silicon Valley strikers, they are the, the winners of champions. the – are the champions. And that, that comes with the prize, prize money of some $125,000, Dennis? That is the prize money, uh, Leon, and uh, you know – this game started way back in early September, 27 teams playing in uh, uh, many cities across the United States. And I am so amazed at the type of support that we've been, uh, you know, seeing with people coming out and enjoying the games of, game of cricket on different surfaces. And the, the standard has been quite high. And the performance has been very, very skillful. So we've come to the end. We are grateful to Toyota and Sling TV and the other sponsors for uh, supporting this, the start of what appears to be something that will grow because mm-hmm. next year they're going into, from the minor league, they're going to do the minor and the major league cricket, uh, possibly next year, the major or the following year. And uh, if what we've witnessed this past summer is anything to go by. We have a scintillating set of uh, cricket matches to come next season and the following season, Leon. Yes, indeed. And we also had the finals of the uh, Legends finals that was put on earlier on. And uh, the scores in that Legends finals are as follows. West Indies, Legend, 137-46 when they batted with um, Buffon scoring 36, Bim George 29, and Zamin Ahmed scored 22 not out. Raju Jasani, he got two for 24, and they defeated India, who scored 84 all out in the ninth, uh, exactly 18 overs expired. And um, Katan Patel, he got 35, and Fazi Azam, 16, and Prema Singh was the pick of the bowlers. He got Prem Singh, he got 5 for 12, I say 5 for 12, and um, Bim George got 2 for 20, for 2 for 12, and I understand uh, Prem Singh got a hat trick in the mix as well. And the West Indies legend won there by some 53 runs. And the player of the match was Prem Singh, Prem Singh, with his wonderful performance with the boys. So congratulations 
to the to the West Indies legend as they took home the championship. And we are grateful for them. And of course, last evening over there in uh, at the Embassy Suites Hotel in Boca Raton, we had the induction ceremony, and our very own Jatsna Patel and Jason Patel were inducted into the Hall of Fame, as well as a number of umpires. A number of uh, umpire, Max, uh, he also was inducted. But let's welcome our brother, Audley. Leave it to you, Audley. Good evening to you, Mr. Francis. Good evening. Good afternoon to um, Dennis. And good evening to the rest of my fellow panelists. And uh, for the listeners throughout the world, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all. And yes, indeed, it's another pleasant Sunday afternoon in my neck of or Sunday evening, rather, in my neck of the woods. I'm going back to Dennis <laughs> in my neck of the woods. And we are here to have a wonderful, wonderful show. Stay with us as we enjoy what will be presented this evening. Bacilia. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And Marub is doing good. Marub is Marubi fine. Is okay. Good. I spoke to her earlier. Awesome. Yeah, she is doing fine. Right. Yes, indeed. And we were just going to be making a mention of um, the number of things that we have to cover tonight. And uh, just to give you the India women uh, versus Australia, the one-off test match was drawn I'll give you the scores, and then later on, time permitting, we will go into the details. But the India women, they scored 377 for six. And in the second time around, they declared both innings. And the match ended in a draw. More details as to follow. Also, the IPL is coming close to the end, and the two matches that were played today, I'll just give you the scores in those matches. The Royal Challengers, Bangalore, they got some 164 for 7, and the Punjab, uh, PP, KS, got 158 for 6, giving... The Royal Challengers Bangalore victory by some six runs. That was close. And Sunrise's High Darabad, they uh, scored 158, 115 for eight, as opposed to the Cotton Knight nice Riders who scored 119 for four. That was even a closer match. And they won that encounter by six wickets. And we'll give you the full schedule and the standings in the IPL. What I'm seeing, it looks like say, the Mumbai Indians might not be into the finals for a long, long time. But we're also going to cover the South Af- uh, Cricket South Africa Provincial T20 Cup and the India Premier League. I think I have the I, think I have the actual, well, this was yesterday, I think I might have thrown out the standing. But we want to just mention that the universe boss, Chris Gale, he has pulled out of the, the IPL bubble and he's going to be taking some time off in preparation for the upcoming World Cup. We'll give you more details, but we're going to cut it short tonight. And just to repeat, Miss Dennis, let's give us a yeah. rundown. Anything that you have that I missed? Yeah, you may just want to give the... Oh. Yeah. 
Well, I don't think you've missed much, but we, we traditionally uh, take a look at the English Premier League, and uh, I think this morning we saw Tottenham uh, getting a 2-1 win, and Liverpool and Manchester City playing to a 2 all draw. And, of course, what we already know how Chelsea... Yeah, I'm sorry, I repeat that. I said, what a match yes, that uh, was. Yeah. That was quite a match indeed. Two, you yeah, know, yeah. up and down, up and down. And uh, it was a very mm. entertaining match. And, of course, yesterday we know Chelsea managed to, uh, you know, get a victory game as well. So I think uh, all my friends and families out there in the UK should be on top of the world because the teams all won. Way to Indeed. go. Just to remind our yeah. folks and to remind... Uh, um, Mr. Audley, that Mr. Michael Chambers is going to be our special guest coming around 7 o'clock. So we're going to ask him to give his inside edge and then make way for the Walter Henry birthday anniversary. Audley? Okay, so the inside edge for the day, as you know, the T20 World Cup is coming up and started last week with um, World Cup highlights and things, but I, I'll be doing T20 generally, not necessarily the World Cup this time. But did you know that the highest individual score in men's T20 international, not just um, T20 um, domestic, no, first class, international, is made by one Mr. Aaron Finch. Mm. Yep, Aaron Finch from, of course, Australia. And not only that, but he also has the record for the second highest in T20. So the highest is 172 in 76 balls, 16 fours and 10 sixes against Zimbabwe in Harare 2018. His second highest is 156 from 63 balls, 63 balls, 11 fours, 14 sixes, and that was against England in 2013. And one West Indian, I must say, is in top five, Evan Lewis. 125 mm-hmm. not out from 62 balls, 6 fours and 12 sixes versus India in Kingston, Jamaica, 2017. So there we got it. All right. Inside edge for the day. Uh, but yeah. just the top five, Glenn Maxwell is number three, Evan Lewis and Shane Watson. So that's the top five score. 172, 156, 145, 125 and 124 not out. That's back to you. Inside All right. Let us welcome Mertris. Mertris is with us. I don't know if she's in a position to talk, but we just brought her in. And we're trying to see if we can reach Virgil. Mertris, you're on. If you are available to say hello to the young men that are always wanting to hear your voice. No, well, she's definitely not hearing us. But we do have with us um, Virgil, and we also have Iva. I don't know if he's in a position to talk as well, but I'll just make way for both of them, Ivor or Virgil, whichever. Come on in, Virgil. Yes. Come on. Yes. Yeah, good afternoon, Good afternoon, Yes, we're here. Good evening, Virgil. Good evening, Virgil. Thank you. And good evening, gentlemen and ladies. Welcome to October, the first of the October month. And um, yes, um, I'm on, but I'm driving, Leon, so I'll put my hand up when I get a chance to um, relax. Okay. It's going to be sometime after 7 by the time I, I, I get in. 
All right. Hopefully, I'll, right. Them, so I'll listen up for Mr. Chambers and for, well, what you have for me between now and 7 o'clock. And after. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for that. Okay. And Virgil is, is in a, not in a very good position to talk as well. So, Virgil, just wanted yes, to just welcome you. And I heard uh, someone was around, around of it. This is beautiful city of Lord Hill. Looking for Virgil. They couldn't find Virgil. Do you want to tell us all about it? Yeah, they, they, they found me at um, in Fort Lauderdale. I was at the airport. And um, I want to tell Mr. Patel, I wanted him to hear, I want the whole world to hear. I really appreciate his visit. And I also appreciate that the gift that he brought to me. I think those gifts was from every time he said Fort Lauderdale when he's supposed to sell Lauder Hill. So he had given me about, about five different pieces of gifts. So I think all of that was for... Um, the mistake where he made from calling the city of Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, where the stadium is. So, Mr. Patel, at least you learned your lesson, and I thank you very much, and I really appreciate it, and I was really glad to see you, because talking to you, we talk all the time, and we never get to see each other face. So, I was really glad um, to, to, um, to see him. Your recording has reached the maximum length. To replay your message, press 1. To delete and re-record your message, press 3. For delivery... Interference there, Leon. Yes, I got it taken care of. I thought it might be. So, so, yeah, so Virgil. Ahead. Yes, sir. Virgil. You now you have to ask him to make some more mistakes because it's paying now for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let him know yeah, you don't no. mind it again. <laughs> it's paying now for you. You, only you have to make mistakes, and I have to make mistakes because you know. Let, Virgil, let, let, let me say something. That was that was a good. Good thing for me that week, but I also have, um, I know one of my, my sons celebrated his birthday close to the end of this month, but also one of them, I just get some kind of funny news that I didn't want to really hear. I think he had, oh, he was having some problem with um, headache and dizziness, and one part of his side was, that's the one that's studying, and I just mm-hmm. found out that they, they found on his MRI, they found a little cyst which they said like is fluid on his brain and like his spinal cord oh. so now that's kind of sad celebration for me so I'm just trying to see what I can do in a sense like I, he went to a neurologist but I want him to go to another one I'm going to try to see if I can have a friend down here that no one a very good one so if, see if I can get him to see him to see if we can deal with that issue so it was I'm a kind of sad to hear don't want to be you. You don't want to be in my shoes, like losing a son. And I tell you, it's one of the most horrible situations one can ever encounter. But you would yeah. expect that your sons and your daughters will take care of you and for you to have. But you have, you have how he has our. We have him in our thoughts and prayers, and we have him, Father. Just thank you for Virgil. Thank you for his son. We pray that you just just lift up his young son. And bring him back to his normal self and relieve him of all the circumstances that he's enduring mm. right now, Lord. Pray that he'll get the efficient um, medical attention to rid him of all these problems that he's encountering. We thank you for him, Lord. Thank you for his life, Lord. He has much work left for him to do for you. In your precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Yes, I, I, I love that, that Leon. I, I love that Leon. Um, the fact, even myself, a lot of time, I mean, 
We pray, yes, but the fact that you, you did it immediately, you know, um, because we always say, okay, you're in my prayers. Yes. So I, I like how you just, like you, you just pull the trigger. Amen. Yeah, amen. Amen. Anything before we go into, thank you guys for recognizing that. Anything before we go into the Walter Henry and um, anniversary and birthday hour? No. Just, just to remind you folks that Mr. Michael Chambers is a heavy hitter. And did you, oddly, did you win one of the books that he gave to us when he came on last September? He came on with our show last. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, think, I don't think so. I, um, I know there were some books yeah. are some books are being raffled once, and I and I got it. But the fact that I already have one, I let somebody no. you know oh, get no. that. No, I, no, I, no, I didn't get one of those. This is a little no, pocket no. book named The Winning Stroke. I think it was Ivor who got one, and it was Mackenzie who got the other one. I think he sent three okay. of them to me. I got one, and and two others were were raffled out. So. He's going to be your special guest, and that's compliment Ivor. Ivor saw him in the park and said, Sir, you definitely have to be on our show. And he said, No, no. Yeah, problem. As a matter of fact, he was in the comeback with Ivor. He was in the comeback with Ivor, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yes, Give a little commentary there, yeah. Yes, indeed. And he is going to be on at 7 o'clock. So prepare your questions. But we do know he is the president of the Hall of Fame. And um, he wrote this wonderful book. The winning strokes, and if, if chances are, we just try to see if we can get copies. And I'd love to buy half a dozen or a dozen of them and give them away because it's, it's a book that if you love cricket, you should have with you because it's all about your mind. You know, cricket is a game played not only with your bat and your pad and your being able to bowl, but with your mind. So let's make way for the... Walter Henry anniversary and birthday hour. Yeah. I think mean a little song. Now here is Audley, the man with the numbers, birthdays. Simon says a walking encyclopedia. Come on in, <laughs> come on in, Sam Audley. Oh wow! Okay, yes, ladies and gentlemen, with that sound, you know it's the sound of the time for we for for us to present the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's a time of the evening when we take a look at the cricket and fraternity and when we say happy birthday, anniversary or so like, so forth, so fifth. Um but um you can also participate at this time five one five six oh five ninety eight fifty five one five six oh five ninety eight fifty. Welcome today, Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Last week, I overshoot the runway by giving um, this the third, so I did it last week, and um, but this is going to be relevant for today. Today is the third of October. Um, can remember I read about Hopeton Lewis last mm-hmm. week, but it should have been this week. So Hopeton Lewis, yes, birthday would have been today. 
Um, he was born 1947 under Fred Couples, um, golfer, of course, and Reverend Al Sharpton. Today, officially, is his birthday. Reverend Al Sharpton is 67 years old today. Ray Linwald from Australia, Robbie Langer, he's, four, he's 73. Ben Lapkin, he is 39. Johnny Briggs from England, Sarah Collier, she's 41. Kate Cross, she's 30 years old today. Gary Troop from Australia, from New Zealand, 69. And Hannah Rowe is 25 years old. Errol Hunt from the Trinidad Tobago, West Indies, left us a long time ago. William Lang, also from South Africa. Sarobin Du Banerjee from India, left us also a long time ago. And we have Bernard Slot, Smolt from Namibia, 31 years old, and Ian Holland from Scotland, 31 years old, also today. For the fourth, we have Reg Perks from England, the late Basil de Oliveira, also, and Chris Jordan, tomorrow be 33 years old. George Shrive from Australia, Adam Vogt, uh, he'll be 42 tomorrow, and Mitchell Shipson. Years old. From Zimbabwe, we have David Blaine and Wellington Masakasa. Bando Bay 57, Masakasa will be 28 years old. David Pickney from Zimbabwe and Alden Makram will be 27 years old. Uh, we have Akilia Dayanjaya from Sri Lanka will be 28 years old. Amar Asif. 50 years old, Shabib Khan, 23 years old. Rashid Pan from India, of course, uh, will be 24 years old. And we have Aranti Reddy, female cricketer, 28 years old. For the fifth, um, there'll be a big anniversary, the sister of Mr. Simon O'Brien, Eleanor, and her husband, Edwin. Yeah, we'll be celebrating their 47th wedding anniversary come on the 5th of October. So big, big birthday anniversary, 47 years old, three years to make it half century. May the Lord um, keep them, keep them alive. And if he tires, they'll make, certainly make the 50 years old. So happy anniversary to you guys. Simon, I know we'll be coming in a little later, uh, we suppose. Singer out of Jamaica, the late Delroy Wilson, I remember when he came out. I think it was about 13, 14, and when he debuted with a song, somebody has stolen my girl. What would you know about somebody stealing girl? But it's a young Delroy Wilson. Um, yeah, back, who was born back in 1948. David Smith from England, Jimmy Brinks, and Hugh Morris. Um, Robert Bob Culper, former captain, I think, of, um, did he captain New Australia? I'm not quite remembering that. But he's 81 years old, um, come the 5th. And Anthony Ian Dubmate, he left us sometime. Uh, Gulam Fatima from Pakistan. Madiv Apt and uh, Washington Thunder. Washington Thunder will be 22 years old, come the 5th. Uh, we have Derek Sterling from New Zealand, Ian Strander from Scotland, Hilton Gordon out of Jamaica, and um, Shab- Shabimel Ismail, female cricketer, 
uh, from South Africa, the fast bowler, very dangerous. He will be 33 years old, come on the fifth. George Brown or Michael Freighter, former sprinter, um, gold medals in the uh, relays for Jamaica 100 meters. Uh, he will be 39 years old then. George Brown, Victor Bunton, Morris Nicole, Tony Gregg, the late Tony Gregg, Anthony McGarth, and Chris Schofield, all from England. Let's farewell Richard Benu, Maury Bennett, and Elsie Valenti, female cricketer from Australia. Ryan King from out of Guyana, 46 years old. Ian Allen from St. Vincent, will be 56. Maureen Merkel from South Africa, 37. And we have Sanjay Royal from India. He will be 45 years old. For the seventh, Mr. George Francis. Uh, Leon, Leon, you know about that one, George Francis. Uh, yes, along with along with Donna Brown, our own Donna, yes, will be celebrating. Um, well, he's not gonna, Mr. Francis. Uh, yeah, he's now deceased, but he would have been celebrating his birthday come the seventh. But Donna is still with us, and Donna will be, yes, celebrating her birthday on the seventh. So I think she'll be coming on a little later. Should be. Um, back to cricket. Victor Trumpet Jr. from Australia, along with Colin Guest, Graham Yallop, and Michelle Gasco, female cricket, of course. Louis Concrete, Henry Tabber, and Rista Stokes, female cricketer, all from South Africa. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. That's Leon, you're talking to Dennis. Oh, you okay. Okay. You put yourself on mute. Five. Okay. Good. Yeah, okay. Five. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I? Yeah. I'm in this. Oh, no, I should be back in this thing. 619 okay. at 743, that's my son. Oh. 505-2595, that's my wife. They're calling to wish my granddaughter happy birthday. Okay, good. I, I see two numbers here. 951. Yeah, 5552596. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to bring it in afterwards. Okay. They're calling to wish my granddaughter happy birthday. And uh, the 619743 is yours too? 619. Yeah, my son. Okay, I'll bring yeah, them in. My... Yeah, let them go okay. bring them in. Okay, good. Okay. So we have singer Josie Wheel, DJ Josie Wheel from Jamaica, the late Leonard Miller, sprinter out from Jamaica, and um, with Cyril Brown from Barbados, Dave Mohammed from Trinidad and Tobago, before the two come the eighth, William Perkins will be 35. He played often here in uh, the States, playing the U.S. Open and other tournaments over here. Albert Wright from England, Philip Mustard, yep. We need some hot dogs, mustard. Okay, um, from New Zealand, Mac Anderson, Shona Gilchrist. Gilchrist will be 63 years old, Justin Freyer, 49 years old. Mohammed Hassan from Pakistan, 45. Fawad Alam, 36, also from Pakistan. But it seems that if you want to live longly and you've got to play cricket. I remember okay. when I was growing up as a little boy, I heard this man, the name Neil Harvey. Neil just Harvey. like... 
Lance Gibbs, who played 79 test matches for the West Indies. Neil Harvey played 79 test matches for Australia. And come the eighth, he'll be 93 years old, still batting, still batting, 93 not up. Um, we have Heather Wilmot, female cricketer from Ireland, 44. And Tonis De Barum from South Africa will be 29 years old. Finally, for the 9th of October, it's an anniversary, 45 years since Serviv made his high score against it came against England, 291. Yes, I remember I was listening to the radio back then. So, with Richard, made 241 versus England in 1976. So, come Friday, I mean, uh, Saturday, it will be 45 years. All right, anniversary. Thanks. So Thank back you so to, much. Back to, yeah. Okay. Thank Hello? you so much. Yes, we so, do have quite a bit of, um, of cause. On the show, we're going to bring in firstly 9951305. Welcome to the Cricket Show. And also we have 619743. Area code 9515505. Come on in. Hey, good evening Hello. to you. Good evening. Hi. Who is this lovely voice? Is it? Hi, this is Angela. Uh, Angela. I'm just calling. Okay. Hi. Well, I'm calling to say a very happy birthday to my uh, granddaughter, who will be seven years old on on the 5th of um, October. Um, Just wishing her every good wish, of course, and many, many, you know, returns. And um, what can I say? I love you, and take care of yourself, and keep growing as beautiful as you are. What is your granddaughter's name? Yes, Luna. 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 Yes. Okay, hold you, hold you. Don't go. Don't go yet. I have a record 619-743 also on, online. Come on in. A record 619-743. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Whom this is do we have the oh. Repeat that. This is Dennis Jr. Oh, Dennis Jr. Okay. And the purpose of your call yeah. is to say how nice your father is? Is to say happy is to say happy birthday to my niece okay. on her birthday on the fifth. But yes, my yes. dad is pretty good too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if he's wearing a hat. I'm wondering if he's wearing a hat. This head is gonna swell too big. And <laughs> <laughs> we do have another caller, folks. Just hold for me. I think we have another caller. Nine one six. Is that related to you, folks, as well? Nine one six. Area code nine one six. Seven one eight. That's Sacramento. Yes. That's correct. Come on in. Nine one six seven one eight. So, no answer there Hello. from. Hello. Yes, you're on live. Hey, hi. Hey, everybody. How you guys doing? What's up, Dad? Oh, hey, Darren. Doing great. <laughs> um, yes, this is, the, this, this is the Heath takeover portion of the uh, podcast. I um, <laughs> uh, just wanted to uh, wish my beautiful daughter, Luna, happy birthday. She turned seven on the 5th. Uh, so we will record this and play this for her and uh, bring some good cheer. So. May I just pause because I I have a, a song lined up for you, for, from yep. you folks to her, Luna. Here's their wish. 
Happy birthday, Luna. All right. And, from, and from Granddad, Leon. <laughs> from Granddad to my beautiful granddaughter, Luna, Lucy, and Heath, I wish her a happy seventh birthday. And yeah, while we're wishing birthday greetings, I also want to send birthday greetings to my brother, Michael Clark, who's listening to us there in London, UK. It's his birthday on the 6th of October. 
Thank you, Leon. That's my birthday with you. Thank you so much for all your calls. Happy birthday to you from the Cricket Show, Luna. Wish you well. When you become rich and famous like your dad, I, may I be the first to have your autograph? You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, folks. We want to welcome Jackie. Right. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, everybody. Yes, indeed. How Hello. are you? Good evening, sir. Good. Yes, indeed. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Um, um, let's, Virgil, you're on, sir. Virgil, Jason is on. He's waiting for you. With oh, good, good evening, Mr. Jason. Um, I was just telling them... Um, well, I, I, I really appreciate what you did on, I don't even remember what day it was, a couple of days ago, when you came and yeah, met me. Uh, that was yesterday? <laughs> two days back. Uh, two days, that was Friday. I told them also, told them, I really appreciate the gift, and I think the gift was from, for the last six months, I think, or maybe a year that you've been calling, um... Lauder Hill, Fort Lauderdale. So you bring one each gift for all the mistakes that you make. So I don't think you'll make no more after this one. But I really, pre- I really appreciate everything that you did, and uh, I mean, really happy and appreciate it, buddy. Right. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, good. Anything? Any birthdays from anyone else? Uh, um, Virgil or? I can add one big one. I can add the yes. big one. October 2 is the Mahatma Gandhi's birthday in oh. India. That's the big thing. And uh, besides yeah. that, for uh, our cricket interest, October 2 is yesterday in Fort, uh, actually, Boca Raton. Mm. Uh, during that 40th anniversary of Cricket Hall of Fame, we have the official designation or proclamation from the local governments to declare October 2, 2021 as Cricket Hall of Fame Day. Amen. Remember with the Gandhi's birthday, but now the cricket fraternity in U.S. has to follow Cricket Hall of Fame Day, which is October 2, starting with 2021. Well, you know, we'll be having the pleasure of speaking with Mr. Michael Chambers later on, just in about 15 yes. minutes' time. So we will yes, be talking yes. to him quite a bit about that. Anyone else want to talk about any birthday or any matters of significance that they'd like to give at this time? Just to remind one, you. One, I, guess I can cover one, up quickly on the minor leagues. Minor league is just yes, got over in about the last 35 minutes or so. Yes, we one quick one, one quick birthday point. One quick birthday <laughs> point here. Just wanted to also let you know that Luna's mommy, Tiffany, so it was her birthday on September the thirtieth. So we oh, have a oh, lot of these family birthdays, September and October. Ooh, so Luna's mommy Tiffany for her birthday. <laughs> no I can tell you we're definitely feeling the heat, man. <laughs> and you know something, man? I got a I got a balloon from a Happy Birthday, and the helium in that balloon keeps it in the roof of my house forever, man. It won't go. Even after thirty days, 
So anything else from anybody else? Or just let me just go out with this. Orly, back over to you, sir. All right. So, okay. So um, I don't have a birthday um, this week. Don't know to myself. So this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Wanted to join us next week. Tomorrow, friends around the world, join us next week when once again we're presenting the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour, 6.30 in the p.m. Back to you, Leon. Thank you so much. Okay, Mr. Jatin, come on in now. Bring us all the, the facts. We carry the closing ceremony here this evening, so why don't you give us the inside take on the, these events? Well, we have enough time to cover the event, and I will prefer mm-hmm. to go with the Mr. Michael Chambers first because he's been involved with Cricket Hall of Fame for 40 years, yes. and uh, I believe he has... Uh, attended or participated or being involved in almost every annual event means we can have a lot of uh, stories to hear from him, including facts, reason, and a lot of uh, things they have done for the cricket here in the U.S. But uh, I'd like to go through really quick three because in North Carolina we had a minor league, which is the Toyota 250K uh, championship. First ever season has been concluded. Uh, very successful season, I will say. We had a semifinals, two of those yesterday before the function. The first game, uh, there were four teams in semifinal: Empire State, New York, uh, New Jersey Stallions, both from the East. And then we had uh, two teams from San Francisco area, Golden State Grizzlies and uh, Silicon Valley Strikers. They were competing in semifinal. And uh, today, they had a final. Final game was between uh, New Jersey Stallions versus uh, Silicon Valley Strikers. Uh, they back first, New Jersey Stallions back first. They scored 141 in 20 overs, where uh, Silicon Valley chased those runs. 142 for four at uh, 18.4 overs. It's a very close tie. Just like we had uh, so many games during the season which did not call off until the last over or last ball, and there's another exciting way to finish this season. It's a matter of, uh, if you look at real comparison, I believe the boundaries were a little bit plus two or there in the boundaries. Uh, Sixes, I believe, plus two on Silicon Valley side. Then uh, where Mr. X stars, I think it was a plus one difference between the two. But uh, I believe the big difference was a couple of extra no ball by one team. But these are the two strong teams. They did well. And it's a congratulations to the Silicon Valley strikers, players, coaches, administrators, and all people involved. We must say on behalf of the Cricket USA, as well as the Cricket Show USA, congratulations to all. At least we have national champion in the minor league 2021 and it's as i said it's inaugural season the first one and they did finish on time with the schedule and that's a great to hear and we're going to look forward for the next season how it will fold on it and yes. the event it was yes go ahead, sorry yeah i'm just going just to remind you to give us the prize money that the winner would be taking home or have taken home rather I have name? not here clearly, but I know that uh, Toyota initially sponsored this um, MILC 2021 
as a 250k tournament that does not mean the 250k going to the champions we will have very soon information what exactly amount is being given to let's say champions and runners up and maybe the uh, two teams lost in semi final we don't know yet but we'll have some word uh, before the end of the show indeed and of course they had a big sponsor in toyota and of course we know that it was being carried on willow so and other media houses so it's gone all over the world and what i saw is that past west indian players are also very much involved uh, Ruffman Powell and Dina Ryan Narasin Dina Ryan was one and Primus Autobarbidas also was involved so we, and and some 200 matches that were played in, in the tournament and that is a tremendous achievement what say you That means I, I say the entire season, it took about eight weeks altogether. I think, yeah, eight or nine weeks. And uh, as they started on the uh, very first of August, and by this first doctor, it has been completed. And I will say, looking at the information and details we have, I will say most of the games has been started on time and finished on time. That means uh, mm-hmm. it's a well-disciplined, well-organized, and well-administered league. And going forward will be the much better performance than 2021 because uh, as we see, this is the first ever season. means we are all learning together. And uh, probably I'm uh, hopeful that MILC is looking at it. Same thing with the USAC as well as officials and players. And I hope everyone can uh, willing to improve this performance next year. That is the key, and that is how we can become the professional league by 2023. So, yes, Did definitely, it's a huge task to your, have worked at all these games. Jatin, yes. could you hold your thoughts yeah. for me? Because look who we found. Right. Look who we found. Mr. Michael yeah. Samuels. Good evening to you, Mr. Samuels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is Mr. Michael Chambers. The great one. Good evening, Michael. <laughs> Why don't you all give him a round of applause for a job well done over the years? Yes, yes. Leon is not just uh, this year, I will say 40 years. It's a hell of a job to hang in there <laughs> and uh, repeating these uh, successful uh, performance year by year. It is a huge administrative task. And I witnessed first time in my life such organization and the administration and team doing exceptionally very well, well-planned event, and it's uh, done everything smooth. You don't see any hiccup way they deliver the program, especially for those two MCs and the way they had planned this entire event to make sure we get successful. And a huge respect goes to Michael Chambers on that. Yeah, we all we all are oh proud boy. of it. Give us your take now, Mr. Chambers. First, can you give us a, uh, a history of the Hall of Fame USA, if you can, and briefly as possible? Yes, it was organized. Well, thanks once again for having me on the show, gentlemen. Yeah, it is indeed. It was the hall was organized back in 1980 when we tried to get all the organizations who play cricket in the U.S. to come on board. 
but then they didn't. So the Sportsmen's Athletic Club did it on their own. They took up the challenge and they put the institution in place. Now this is history. We've been going for 40 years. Wow. And it's been very successful because we induct people throughout the world. It's, it's the only organization that inducts worldwide. Others, Australia only do Australians. England only do England. But the U.S. All of them does everybody. It Amen. has been a challenge. But over the years, the concept has been growing. And last night when we had our 40th anniversary, it was totally sponsored by Koreshi and the Cricket Council USA and the MAC group. Yes. They paid for the function. They, they, they did the World Cup Series, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then the induction ceremony was the climax. So in a nutshell, that is what has been happening in 40 years. Well, we have quite a bit of panelists on, so I'm going to give them an opportunity to talk to you. Of course, we have your friend, sure. Ivor, who's waiting to talk to you, but we're going to bring in Audley. Audley Watson is from Jamaica, and he is a fellow commentator here in the South, South um, Miami area, or Northwest Miami. Audley? Hi, Mr. Chambers. Good evening to you, sir. Yes, Mr. And if I'm if I'm not mistaken, you're you're also from Jamaica, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Clarendon. Okay, okay. Oh. Um, I must say congratulations first of all for for bringing off um another successful presentation. Of course, you mentioned a lot. You know, Mark took up a major part there. But um, yes. just just to just to mention something there. Um, you have initiated something that was followed. Um, which the, the I, ICC followed some time ago, some time after. Could you just um, tell us when did the ICC started the, the, their program, when they started to do the inductee in the Hall of Fame? But I know you set the trend. I actually don't have the exact date, but there is maybe about 20 years. Justin Patel, yeah. who I think is on the show, he, he would have those figures. Yeah. But, okay. but they, are, they started a long time after us, and they actually are now patterning what we've been doing. You know, they at first they were only handing out like a cap. You know, when they inducted and they would do it at like a a match, a test series mm-hmm. or they were having a big program. But we've been doing a dinner presentation and then a little bit of dancing at the end. And we've been doing that now for forty years. That's that's our program. So you come you have a good meal but while the meal is going on we're doing the program. Mm-hmm. So it's you know it's it's, it's relaxing it's, it's atmosphere. So in so um to put it in a nutshell, you gentlemen have been the trendsetters and now the ICC is following trend. Congratulations, thank I, you, I, sir. Yes, thank you. We have another Jamaican, Mr. Dennis Heat. He lives in California. Dennis. Yes, good good evening, Mr. Chambers, and congratulations to you and your group. I had the privilege of seeing the program highlights. Well, not the highlights. I see all the program as recorded uh, on uh, TV. 
And I have to offer enormous congratulations and well done because it went on flawlessly from what I could see. Everything about it was just so terribly delightful. Also, I wanted to say, I heard you say that you're a Clarendon man, and so am I. Oh, is that right? Yes, I'm from Hayes and Raymond and Maypin and Lionel Town. That is the stomping ground. Are you from anywhere near that area? Yes, sir. I I am from Poolgate, Clarendon. I went to Glenmuir. Glenmuir, yes. Port, again, Veertech, down in, in Verde. Well, would you believe the Veertech? I had a scholarship to the Veertech, but okay. I left. I left the U. Uh, left Jamaica just at the time I was supposed to take it up. But at any rate, I'm happy to um, make your acquaintance again. Finally, Thank I you. wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you about. I heard the story of when you attempted to set the program up. You wrote or your organization wrote to different cricketing bodies and you got a response from Australia. I didn't catch all of that story and I wonder if you could just give us again what happened with the Australian reply that you had. No, no, it was not an Australian reply. What happened was when we were setting up in the U.S., we attempted to reach out to all the different clubs and organizations mm-hmm. in the U.S. Nobody responded. So the Sportsman's Athletic Club, of which they are the parent body of the Cricket Hall of Fame, the members decided to go it on their own. And so for the last 40 years, they have been subsidizing the Cricket Hall of Fame. Now, what happened with Australia was that when Australia set up their Cricket Hall of Fame, Mm -hmm. they put on their website, first in the world. So (laughs) we wrote to them. And we told them, no, that wasn't true. And so they actually took it down. So if you go on their website, no, you won't see first in the world. You know, uh-huh. We have that title. Yes. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh, the, the Legend World Cup uh, matches that was played as part of this uh, whole uh, um, inducting situation that you had yesterday. I understood that the players were locals from uh, the various parts of the world. But is there a plan to have, you know, international players take part in subsequent uh, matches in, in previous, in, in future years? It was set up first to the five countries, um, uh-huh. Canada, the U.S., Pakistan, West Indies, and India. And okay. it was going to be legends who were going. Well, these guys who played were our legends, but it were go, it was yes. going to be professionals like test players. Yes. Yes. What happened? India had their side all set to go. Then the pandemic started causing havoc. They were I shut see. down. They couldn't travel. Canada mm-hmm. had the same thing. They up till now they can't travel. Pakistan mm-hmm. ran into the same problem. So. Short of putting off the tournament till next year, we didn't. We we don't know what's going to happen. So they said, Makareshi, what he did was he he has a registration program where Indians, Pakistanis living in this country who wanted to play in the tournament could register. Yeah. Okay. Then from the registration, they were able to pick up 
a number of cricketers. Now, it is interesting that Cricket West Indies, the number of the players are professionals who played good cricket back in their days, uh-huh. back in the islands or India or Pakistan, who are living here now. Mm-hmm. And so the West Indies team is made up, was made up of locals from, you know, New York, Boston, you know, who've been playing cricket in the U.S. So that's, yes, what, that's how those... Yeah, that was put together. But it's it's going back to where we will look to see. We won't do all international players or people who play test because okay. we are now realizing that the locals who not did not end up playing test, maybe played first class cricket, are just as exciting as the test cricketers. And we saw that in the yeah. first tournament. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Next. Next we have Virgil, Virgil Francis. He comes out of Antigua, but he he is living in a beautiful city. He'll tell you the name of that city. Virgil? <laughs> yeah, this uh, Virgil Francis from Antigua, as he said, but I'm living in the most beautiful city in Florida, which is Lauder Hill. A stone oh, show away from a stone <laughs> show away from the cricket stadium, Lords in Lords. Anyhow, I just want to tell you, I think you was on the show last year or something like that. I think I remember the voice. But I just want to tell you yeah. congratulations on what you're doing. And I just wish you all the best and hope you guys just keep on continue for the good work that you guys have been doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. With the help of Jatin, one of your announcers, yes, we have been yeah. continuing growing from strength to strength. Jatin Patel. Yes. He's now a member of the board at the hall. Oh. Well, we, we, we have... Uh, Go ahead. We, we're going to talk about him a little later on, too. But, um, Virgil, any other questions? You must have some questions you want to ask. I, you never asked the pertinent question, the one that you always ask just, about. Okay, I just want to make sure anytime, <clears throat> anytime that you mention the stadium, do not make the mistake and say Fort Lauderdale or Miami. It's in the city, it's in Broward, in the city of Lauderdale. Because anytime you make the mistake and call another City, you you will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let me let, let me let me tell you let me tell you where you will never be able to find me because I am the first person <laughs> about wait, let, let, about ten years ago I was at the U.S. Open and I was doing a commentating with Mr. Uh, Macham. We know the Macham he was interviewing, <laughs> and I told the people that. Lauder Hill was now the gateway to cricket in the United States of America because you mm-hmm. had the only ICC-recognized stadium. So, so I, 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 and Miss Hazel Rogers won't let me leave that down, Mayor Rogers. You know, so I, I have to make sure I am in the right ballpark when I'm <laughs> referring to the city. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't, I can't, you know, something I was listening to one of the, when there was, I think in the Caribbean when they were playing the CPL, and I keep on hearing somebody saying something about Fort Lauderdale, so I said I want to get an, somebody to get to um, Ian Bishop to tell the guy it is not right, Fort Lauderdale, right. don't disrespect my city, it is Lauderdale, <laughs> but I never get a chance to, but I will one day, 
whenever they're playing somewhere, and I'm at, at the, I'll make sure I have a sign to let them know. Don't call it the wrong name. I always, I always correct folks when they, when they use the wrong name because, you know, it, it's very important because Mayor mm-hmm. Kaplan was, was yeah, the guy it, it who is. saved the... It the, is, yeah. Because, like, for lot, they, don't, they don't really do nothing for that, and you don't want to give credit to somebody that have nothing to do with it, you know? Right, that's correct. We have your friend on with with us now, Ivor Henry, fellow commentator. Yes, I yes. Boot, and he just quizzed you from left to right. Ivor, it's all yours. <laughs> Mr. Chambers, I want to say welcome to South Florida. I hope you would have enjoyed your stay and the remaining days. Um, I think you would be leaving on Tuesday, if my memory serves me right. So Yes, sir. Yes, welcome. sir. Yes, but I've listened, and you have failed to say that you made your debut in commentary on Sunday. So we want that to be noted, that you you will be always behind the mic, you know, either giving a speech or, you know, somewhat of an interview like you had with Vinod, but never ball-by-ball commentary, and you made your debut alongside Ivor Henry. Make sure that is noted. Mm. But but <laughs> I have a bone to pick with you, Mr. Ivor. Because, gentlemen, here Hi. is what Ivor and Colin, Colin Bardo, right? Mm. He was the other commentator in the room. Yes. Yeah. Ivor's phone rang, and he ran out. No, Colin's phone rang first, and he, he ran out of the room to go take the call. So it left me and Ivor on the ear. Then mm. Ivor's phone rang. He runs out of the room, <laughs> sitting in front of the mic with the screen going, the players out there, I don't know how to pronounce the names, and boy, I'm, of all these years I've been in front of a mic, I am telling you, Mr. Ivor, I was scared, because when you came back and you said, please over, I said, no, no, you pick it up from here, I was, my heart was racing <laughs> I thank for the I thank him for the opportunity, but it was I was thrown into the deep end of the pool to swim, not knowing how to swim, you know. <laughs> it was a, you yes, sound like, one, you sound like one person that you sound like one you, person you, that I know on the show. You know one that was a plan. That that no that that was a plan. Yeah, that that yeah. That's what Ivor does. That's what Ivor no, does. Ivor, um, <laughs> yeah, just throw you in the water and say swim. Yeah. Yeah, he throw you in the water and say swim. Yes, Leon had that experience and Audley had that experience. So don't feel too bad. You made the hat But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Exactly. And that's what it's there. I'm sure you can pick it up on Nap TV to hear the golden voice. Of the, of the of the great gentleman, but I want yes. to commend you for all of your efforts and everything you're doing in cricket and for cricket. And um, I, I I know some things go unnoticed sometimes because if cricket is not being played on the field of play, some people don't know what's happening at the back end and behind the scenes. But now you're here on the show. It's the first of its kind to bring you anything cricket on a Sunday. And, you know, the world is listening, so you're on the right spot. We lead, others follow, because Sunday starts the, 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 the beginning of the week. So right. let's just say kudos to you. I'm happy that you can grace us with your presence here today, too, as well. And it's always great to have you around, so don't be a stranger. And we, we yes, have your sir. 
Yes, indeed. Well, Jatin, I want you to just wrap with Mr. Chambers a bit about last night's ceremony. What a what a great event. Tell us all about it. We were not there, but you were first. And can you both wrap up and tell us about it? Jatin and Mr. Chambers. Jatin, come on in. No me bashful now. Well, as I said, yeah, well, as I said, this is a well-organized event. Uh, the plan was there for, I will say, last few months, not just few weeks. And uh, people behind it, especially the administration, two MCs and Michael Chambers and uh, committee members had a very good plan. And then we also had a semi-activity this year because we also did that uh, Cricket Hall of Fame function in New York. So that was another uh, good uh, uh, base for us what exactly we need to do and uh, how better we can be. And uh, that's uh, how it is. And we have a very experienced uh, person to being an MC, Mr. Dalton James, and he did excellent well. And it's all about uh, keeping engaged everybody, make sure everyone in the hall is uh, super excited to look for what's coming next. And uh, most of the details were uh, sought and interesting enough to make sure that everyone get uh, entertainment rather than they get bored. And uh, mm-hmm. no doubt, these are the different uh, type of inductees. It's not just one player or international player or some ODI player. We have the different type of inductees. And that's also keep them uh, attracted to be event. The another beautiful thing, as I said, I attended first time. And I'm uh, definitely impressed because there's another thing happen is uh, from the audience, we had, I think, uh, more than two dozen people has opportunity to speak about event, why they are there, and also what they want to pass the message to the others. So overall, we dragged down to the scheduled time, 1230, but wow. uh, nobody has a sleeping moment. Everyone was tied up, and it's a good entertainment. And uh, everyone had a chance to speak from the induction side, too. And uh, that is more about it, to make sure that the future event goes similar way. If not similar, it must be the better way. And we like to have more inductees come out. And at the same time, I believe this is the one of the book everyone needs to have it. It's almost 100-page colorful book. And uh, there's a number of pages is growing, as I hear from a couple of board members. And uh, that's a beautiful thing to see because uh, more than uh, 80% of the pages in these books are the sponsor pages or the advertisers pages. means the support is growing in this uh, particular uh, reason Cricket Hall of Fame has. And the 40 years is not a little thing. We have seen a lot of organization and uh, clubs and the leagues, they usually go away in a matter of five to ten years where the Cricket Hall of Fame is a pure standout for 40 years. And uh, group is growing. Board members are being involved actively to make sure that uh, we are helping the cricket fraternity all over the world and we are keeping our interest to promote the game. And uh, that's a beautiful thing to say. And uh, I'll be happy to join again and again every time I have the opportunity for it. And we look forward to more support. More people need to know what the Cricket Hall of Fame is doing it. 
we need uh, financial support as well as the motivation support and uh, we are willing to expand our wing to bring uh, more inductees and people from the other sectors of the game so that's a beautiful thing to see from this particular event anything else michael you need to add yeah i would yeah, uh, no, no, uh, mr if you can elaborate and tell us who are some of the persons who were inducted into the hall of fame last evening if you can rec- recollect yes i can um, list or michael can do that no no jason can do that i i i i love to listen to jason and here is why when he got <laughs> inducted in during the pandemic he has been on the Zoom meetings every Wednesday night for the last year. So our meetings go every Wednesday night from 8.30 till 10. Oh, and we've been planning this ceremony all these years. So to see Jayton get his induction and then stayed on to be on the program to help plan this year was, was very interesting. I, I really enjoy working with, with Mr. Patel. It's been a pleasure, you know, and, mm-hmm. and a pleasure. So you want to elaborate, Mr. Patel, and the player, the um, the inductees. Yes, I go through the main mm-hmm. inductees for this 40th anniversary. If you look at the book, we had uh, uh, Lyndall Wright, who is a former president of the Jamaican Cricket Association. Yeah. Then we had a Godfrey Blair. It's outstanding contributors to the game in the U.S. Edgar Samuels, the more outstanding contributors to the game in the U.S. also. Then we had a Max Diaz, I think he's from uh, Southern Florida. He is a part of the USA game and the league down there. Then we had a Surajlal Joe C. Harak. He's also outstanding contributor from, I believe, New York living in U.S. Then our uh, one of the panelists, Joshna Patel, is being, in the, I think, the only female in this inductee list, and she's the one from the India's uh, inaugural team who played against the West Indies and uh, the Test Cricket World. Then we have uh, Ryu Oida McDonald. She's also uh, supporting the game in that one. Then we had uh, John Terrell... Uh, Hudson is one of the radio broadcasters. And then we had a Minot Manchin. We have here so many times. He's one of the journalists from the Trinidad and doing a lot of international cricket as well as West Indies. And uh, absolutely the uh, Lifetime uh, Achievement Award went to McCracy from this particular event. And that's are the main uh, recipient this year. And uh, we had a better plan, but the things did not go because uh, originally if we had a real legends playing World Cup, we also had allotment for the five more inductees, one from each team. But we did not get those uh, quality international players for, because of the COVID situation. Otherwise, we could have this one will be the bigger event than what it went through. Okay. Anything to add, Mr. Chambers, before I ask you yes, another question? Well, well, we had also the posthumous inductees, Mr. Patel. We had, uh, like, Gordon Butch Stewart from Sandals. Oh. You know, he passed away last year. And then 
what was moving, if Mr. Patel wouldn't have realized this, Kalishmis is the brother and of the Lindell Wright. Yeah, 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 Cecil Dixon. You know? I remember that. Right. And then we had Cecil Dixon, who is also mm-hmm. from New York, as posthumously. But that tied in because Kelly Smith, like I say, is um, Lyndall Wright's brother, and he was Lyndall Wright was inducted. So there, there was a lot of energy going with all the inductees, you know. And the beyond that, this event has, a, I think, uh, six proclamations from the different mayors, uh, mainly from Florida area as well as New York, and uh, most of the inductees has a certificate from uh, uh, House of Representatives from Washington, D.C., as well as New York. So it is not just the organization's appreciation. We have a lot of uh, uh, political and government support who care about cricket fraternity and willing to help us, and some has done it, like Mr. Uh, uh, Holness, who came to our radio show, and he's running for Congress this year. And uh, mm-hmm. I have asked him to come back again for our show one more time so we can help him. And uh, this kind of gentleman, political side, who is helping day and night for the last 20 years, these are the people who are behind the scene helping us because the Mr. Holness is also a Hall of Famer. And that's a beautiful thing to have it. Anyone joining as a Hall of Famer, it's our uh, responsibility to contribute more and to make sure we help the organization to keep up with the vision, as well as we must keep our love and interest for the game and look forward for the more opportunities to work together. Amen. Yes, sir. Well said. Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. Chambers, this winning strokes, a masterpiece. I endorse it. Any, any thoughts on writing another? Or have you had another book written and has not put it out yet? Tell me about it. No, I, I have not expanded on the book because what has been happening is if, you're, if you read the comments that are coming from some of the cricket administrators now, they are all talking about focus, that the players are not focused, yes. and they are all realizing what I have been saying now from 2016 that the players, we have so much talent in this, we don't know what to do with it. If we now don't get, like you just saw Chris Gale come back from the IPL. Yes. He just walked away from millions, well, thousands of dollars. Why would anybody do that? But Chris is now realizing that mentally, because he's feeling, his, his mind cannot, his mind and his body are not in sync. Just like the tennis star who walked away from playing in the in the tournament, not because she was sick, but her head is not in sync with the body. The mind is not in sync. Now it's coming in the West Indies. We are now are realizing that. So they are talking about it. I had a discussion with Sir Richie Richardson, who mm-hmm. says he knows about it and he's been trying to bring it to the forefront. So I'm guaranteeing now that more people are looking at the book. The book does not tell you how to deal with the stuff. What the book tells you is that there is such a thing as mindfulness, there is such a thing as visualization, there is such a thing as post-traumatic stress disorder. Now that is the piece is worldwide destroying us, especially since this pandemic where you have to stay home, where I had to stay home for a whole year. 
Mm-hmm. You see how many crazy people are out there now because staying home, not being able to communicate with others has now put us to the entire population at stress. The stress level is now, you know, way out there. So if we don't start renewing our mind, if those of us who believe in the Bible where it says, be anxious for nothing, the Bible tells you that. It mm-hmm. also says, you have to renew your mind by the renewing of our mind. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That means you have to now start thinking. What you think is what you become. So you have to control your thoughts. We were never taught, taught how to do that in the West Indies. That oh. is now coming to the forefront. Keep going, Mr. Evangelist. Yes. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's not an, you know, Mr. Patel will tell you on a Wednesday night, we do a whole hour and a half, and a little yes. section is devoted to spirituality because Mr. Patel does a very good program himself. He's now teaching mindfulness because he realized how important as part of his coaching system. Yes, so, you know, it's, it's important. I read the book twice, and I'm going back over it. Just use it as a guide every day. I have it in, the, in front of my mic here, and I look at it all the time. And some one passage I, I will use from time to time. I recommend it highly. And what I'd like to do, I'm going to buy six of your books and raffle them among our panelists right here. And um, hopefully they will get accustomed to what you're saying. But it's a master book. And I know some... You might be given the idea to expand on it someday. You never know. It might be just an, a book. Um, no, we're in the world because I'm working with Mr. Patel. We are, we are thinking of setting up a program to take it to the West Indies and do some training down there because we, are, we realize how, how lacking it is down there, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I, yes, I hear what you're saying, sir. Mm-hmm. Oddly, and I think I can, Leon, Leon, let me ask you things here further, Mr. Chambers, on this subject. Now we have on-hand experience. Look at the legends talking. We talked to Richie Richardson. He's telling the same thing. We had a Courtney Walls last week. He put like six minutes of video talking about the mindset and mindfulness needed. Even Jimmy Adams has explained his concern in West Indies. And by the way, now we got the prime example of Mr. Chris Gell. He was going through hardship in CPL. The performance went down. IPL, they are much lower than you expect. And eventually what happened? The key difference in this one, it's your mentality and personality. If you can't differentiate with that, there is the problem and your performance go down because you don't have enough rest, too many things going in your head in terms of fear of failure and worry of success. And what happens? Even you know everything about it. The training of mindfulness is all about how to control your mind. That is the key and the most important thing. And that is what we are targeting. And the West Indies needs it. If you talk to any of those senior legends from 70s and 80s, they will tell you the same thing. If you cannot control your mind, if you are not tough at mindset, which requires the mindfulness, we are going nowhere. 
So we have the real good reason to think about it. And rather than waiting long, I believe they need to jump into those sort of training so we can have the better performances. Amen. We're talking about the winning strokes by Mr. Michael Chambers. Oddly, you have a winning stroke question for Mr. Chambers? No, not a question, but uh, just um, by way of information, I just want him to want him to know that I'm in his neck of the woods. I'm in, I'm in Connecticut. Uh, I'm I'm in Stamford. You know where that is. And mm-hmm. um, um, maybe not for this year again, because I'll be back in Florida before the end of the month. But I'll have to make some connection with you next time. Should the Lord tire us, save my life next year. Um, to come on up there and, and hopefully get a tour of the, the, the Hall of Fame one of, one of these days. So uh, I'm looking forward to doing something like that. It's a, a couple hundred, maybe hundred from where I am, but it won't be a problem. No, man, it's not no hundreds of miles, man. It's, it's about, it's, it's, it's less than a hundred miles. So I will be oh. back in um, Connecticut on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So if you have my number and any day yes. you would want to take a run up, I could make arrangements for you to, you know, stop by the hall and take a, you know. And we would okay. treat you to lunch. We could treat you to lunch from the famous oh. River restaurant downstairs. <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of my schedule for, for the rest of the time that, I've been here, that I'll be here. Um, it, it, it will be more conducive for, for next year when, yeah, when I come back. Mm. Not a problem. Okay. Mr. Heath, Jetin. Not Jetin, but uh, Dennis. Dennis Heath. Your yes, final Mr. Question. Chambers. Yes, once again, given your years involved in the game, I'm sure you've just witnessed the Toyota Minor League. I wonder if you could give us your insight on the development of this league and how you think this particular program went this year. In terms of playing cricket, it went well. Anytime you can get a bunch of fellows on the field to play cricket, then you have succeeded. The game has been played, and and so be it. Myself and Mr. Patel, we have been trying to tell these folks that we have to get to the grassroots cricket in the youth programs, in the high schools, in the colleges, we have to start playing there. It makes no sense we have all these leagues and players are coming from overseas to participate in the program. You come and you get your green card and you, you go into a program. There's no growth in that. So at some point in time, there will be, there, there will be no cricket, even though we are playing a lot of cricket now. If we don't go to the grassroots, remember, you know, Saka did it. You remember they used, they brought the great Pele and a number of professionals thinking that that would entice the game. It was not until Saka moms from the high school, moms starting transporting their young ones to go on to Saka, that Saka took off. Mm-hmm. So until cricket realized that we have to create cricket moms so the thing is in the school system we're not going in anywhere with cricket with the state yes minor league is is interesting 
and also the major leagues. We are also developing that in Connecticut, in Hartford, Connecticut. We, we are looking forward to that, but we are not seeing where that is going to help the growth of cricket because it's not speaking to the root cause. We don't have cricket in the high schools yet. It, it's not, you know, a permanent. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Virgil, any other question for Mr. Chambers? Virgil? Once, twice. Hey. Any questions? Virgil's not on. Oh, oh, let me see where Virgil is. Okay. He's, Virgil. He's hiding. He's hiding yes. behind the yes. bridge. Yeah, you guys, you guys shut me down. But, Go ahead. No, what, I, what, I, what I wanted to say before, somebody was mentioned, and Walsh, and said, Kirtley Walsh, but it's Courtney Walsh. Kirtley is Ambrose. Okay. Okay. Yeah, good. No questions? No questions? No, 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 no. Ivor, how about you? Any more questions for Mr. Chambers? No, 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 no questions. Um, I would have commended him already. The most Mm -hmm. I can say, though, is that he stands firm when he was put on the spot at the the Legends tournament Mm -hmm. in terms of which team he's backing and he's he stood firm and said, I am back in cricket. In my position, I cannot back one team okay. over the other. So. Mm-hmm. I heard that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you heard that oddly, right? Yes, I heard that. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. he, he, he stood firm. And I'm, I'm going to say again, he's a man for cricket, so I'm going to laud him. When I saw him and I just asked him if he'll be here on Sunday, as soon as he said yes, he was booked for Sunday. And he didn't waver. He didn't quaver. He just said, but of course. And here he is. You're hearing the voice of the man live and lively. So for that, some people shy away and would butt here and butt there. I don't know what would happen Saturday night. I might be tired. Or I might be out with the ladies. Or, but he didn't do such thing. Here he is. And we appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. And, and we he just want to tell him that he's a man of our own heart because this program was started because we love cricket. We want to promote cricket in the USA. We want to educate people about cricket and to give them how the idea of how cricket is so much of entertainment that they can have. So this is the program. And we started 11 years ago, and we are going strong. How about you, Mr. Any other questions from anyone else, Mr. Detner? We, we had Virgil. We had Ivor. We had Dennis, you got your final question. Jason, anything yeah. else that you failed to mention that you might have reflected on? And Not really, we cover a lot. And we still mm-hmm. continue on this Hall of Fame event uh, in the next hour. So mm-hmm. let's focus on uh, Mr. Chambers today. He's coming on uh, live for a short time. Yes, yes. Let's try to have the other's opportunity to have any question or uh, ask something about it. Mr. Chambers, anything that you might not have forgotten to mention that you wish to promote, just say it loud. And it's been, of course, our show is being archived, and folks can go in and pick up what you have spoken about tonight. And we hope that you'll just find something else that you may want to bring to our attention. Well, it's not anything else, but it's just to comment your program because programs like these are what help to 
tell people about cricket. And and I was I was looking back at to when Mr. Ivor was doing commentating at the US Open when he had the little speakers outside. I don't know if you remember and he was broadcasting yes, yes. you know. And now to see at the stadium we have a nice little broadcasting booth. So the so the, the the game of cricket is growing because people like us continue to work. Even though we are getting up there in age, we're looking for the youngsters now to take over. So this is why I'm saying we have to look to the grassroots. You know, coming on your show, you might you might want to get a little 15, 16, 17-year-old group to understudy you. Exactly. And that is what yeah, I recommend, you know. We are trying yeah. to do that at the hall now. We are trying to get, you know, more people. Because we are now Zooming any Wednesday night, any Wednesday night from 8.30 to 10, we are on. And if people ask for the link, we send it out and you join. We, you know, you don't need a special in, invite to come and tell us what you want to see. I think I but I commend your time. group. Yes. And to tell you more, we do it out of the kindness of our hearts. None of That's the correct. panelists uh, is paid. And we have some seven, eight panelists here who dedicate ourselves to bringing it on every Sunday evenings. And um, we do have another program on Saturday mornings that we just uh, entertain folks. So we, we, are, we are really, really privileged. And we have another member who was missing in action. He is Simon O'Brien. He hails from Montserrat. He played in England. So Simon, Mr. Oh, Chambers okay. is on. And you may want to ask him a question before he goes. <laughs> Good evening to you, Mr. President. Good evening. Dennis Cardinal, Audley, Virgil, Mr. Patel, Jatner, Ivo, Mr. Mackenzie, all our faithful listeners all over the world. And then I'll say a special good evening to our honored guest. Yes, indeed. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Any questions for him or you want to? You know, every evening we ask Mr. Simon. Ask him, Simon, to ask the panelists a question. So I'm going to drag you right in, Mr. Mr. Chambers. Uh, would you kind enough to ask the question to the panelists, Simon? Are you ready no, for my question? Yes, yeah, you can ask the panelists. So each, of, each of us will take turns and answer his question if we can. Okay, I'm going to put a question to the panelists and all our listeners. Uh, panelists, I'd like to ask you tonight, uh, could you tell me, please, uh, the highest total that um, Sri Lanka and Zimbabwe what was the highest total that Sri Lanka scored against Zimbabwe? And uh, for bonus points, in what year? 651. I'm going to repeat it. Uh, Sri, Lanka's, um, Sri Lanka's highest score against Zimbabwe. And uh, tell me for bonus points, in what year? 651-1995. Okay. I'm just guessing. Okay, that's I'm a good guessing. guess. A good guess. Good guess. Let's go through the panel. Who wants to go next? Okay. Right you, 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 you say it's a good guess, so it's somewhere in the ballpark. <laughs> so I'm going to say... 
I'm going to say 6.45. Okay, mm-hmm. I know. I know you always have the answers when I punch it, the answers no, come no, out. No, I don't. No, no, I and don't. I, I always call you the walking computer. I, I don't. Okay, <laughs> to, okay. We just want to remind the panelists, it is an op- not an open book contest. You just say what's on your mind. Right. If you, okay. If you go to the to look it up, you are disqualified. Right. <laughs> we'll, see you, we'll see you to the computer. <laughs> Go ahead. I no cheating, Virgil. No, no looking on your computer. <laughs> Virgil, give us your answer. Um, 671, um, 1992. Okay. <laughs> That's not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. Just bring in Ivor. He's another walking computer. Um... I have to give an educated guess. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I say six, um, six seventy-five. And a year. The year. Not a bad guess. And a year for bonus points. Oh boy, the bonus points. Let's see. Um, two thousand and four. Okay, not bad either, not bad. The, the only bonus I like, Simon, is money, so I'm not going to give any year for the bonus. Do we have Dennis with us? I didn't hear Dennis. Yes, Dennis. Yes, yes I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I score uh, 460, 1997. Okay. Not not a bad guess, not a bad guess. Mm-hmm. And what about our guest speaker? Yes, Does he want to try? It's your turn to try. No, I I would prefer to 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 listen, but you know, six twenty two nineteen nineteen eighty one. Okay. Oh, uh, what about Mr. McKenzie? Is he with us? No, he has no. made no. an excuse. He's not going to be with us this evening. I forgot to mention that. Yes, he was. Okay, should I reveal my quest, my answer, Mr. President? Yes, sir. Go Are you ready for the answer? Yes. Okay, I, my book here from London told me exactly that as in, Sri Lanka scored 713 for three, wow. declared <laughs> in Zimbabwe at Bulawayo in 2003-2004 series. Ooh. It's All right. Put in your computer. Um, Sri Lanka scored 713 for three, declared against Z- Zimbabwe at Bulawayo, year 2003-2004 series. Okay, so we are in the ballpark, and no, nobody said 1,000, and nobody said 200, so we were close, but, but, close, close enough. Simon, Simon, you, you took us wide, man, because each one uh, from 500... To, to whatever was get to tell. Oh, that's a good guess. So it's like yes. everybody, like everybody was hot, but we're all far. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and tell him I came the closest, mother, because I said 600 and Yeah, you were the closest. I didn't want to look, I didn't want them, I didn't want to give um, Virgil a chance to look in his computer. I didn't want Virgil to look at his computer. Yeah, yeah we know Virgil is a cheat. Would you ask Simon a question first? Ask Simon a question, just other top of your head. 
Any questions? Yes, sir. <laughs> what, what, what year was the cricket? What year was the cricket hall of fame organized? Oh, <laughs> good one. <laughs> good question. Good uh, one. Uh, again, I, I, didn't, I didn't get it clear. Repeat it. Repeat your, your question. What, what year? year was the cricket hall of fame organized? Okay, that's a very good question. And let me go all back now. I would say way back down there in 2003. No, 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 this is a trick question, yes. because well. we are celebrating our 40th anniversary. The simple yes. question, you, you, you tried to overthink it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously he was, on, he was on when we, he just came on, so he didn't hear that part of it. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, now, now you know, now you know. Yes, thank you. Okay. Uh, that's why we come on the show, to learn from people who know their cricket so, so well. So, so, what, so what year that was, Mr. Simon? So what year that was? I'll say 50 and uh, kick, uh, I would say way back down there in the... Um, no, 19, but he just um, 40 years ago. He said 40 years ago. years ago it was organized. Yes. And uh, you so, take away 40 from 160 and 28. So I'll say back there, it was way back there in um, 1960. No, 1980. 1981. <laughs> Come on. 221 minus 40. Simon, 221 from 40. <laughs> <laughs> so you got right, 21 years in the 20th century and 19 years in the 19th century, 1981. 1981. That's Correct. right. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mr. Chairman, a final question for you. Are you satisfied with the way cricket is being run, how cricket is going, because everybody is talking about T20? Are you satisfied that is, is uh, test cricket dying? Or is it need some innovation? Yes, test cricket needs a little help, but it's not it's not dying. And T20 right. is here to stay. T20 mm-hmm. is here to stay because in both games now, test and T20, the players are starting to come up in salary scale, and that is what mm-hmm. is going to make the difference. The T20 players, they're they're their salaries are going to start coming down. And the test players' salary, those are going to start going up because in another couple of years, I think they will work out the kinks in test cricket to make it more interesting. Once they do that, then test, is, test cricket is here to stay. Okay. A couple of small questions. A couple of small questions. Who is your best batsman you ever see? Who is the best bowler you ever, fast bowler you ever seen? And who is the best yeah. opinion? And um, go ahead, answer those, and then I just yes, give yes, up. That's to me. Yes, to you, Mr. Chambers. That's... Yes. Best batsman, well, well, best bowler, see, best spin bowler, best batsman in your view. I Ever. I don't rank I don't rank people by their stats. So the best pace bowler that I have seen would be Mikey Holden. All right. Mm-hmm. Holding, okay. Good pick. Uh, the best, the best spin bowler 
and, and not because I'm from the West, West Indies, would be Lance Gibbs. Lance Alex, yes. Mm-hmm. And the best batsman, I would have to give that credit to Brian Lara. And all the credit goes to the West Indians, not because the Indians and the Pakistanis don't have good cricketers. But looking through my eye, because I am a West Indian, I have that bias. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I say, if these guys, let's say a landscape was getting paid like the Indian players, the Pakistani players, then I can just imagine what he would become. Like if Brian Lara was really getting paid, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, I, I, I take more into consideration. Mikey Holden, I am at the hall, so I get a chance to listen to all these players talk about other players. And and I remember listening to, to Vishanath giving a joke about Joel Garner. He said, problem wasn't that Joel Garner would knock him down or anything. He said, his problem was Joel Garner was way up in the air. Vishana, he said, I'm a little guy. So I would have to look up to see him coming and then look down. And he said, all match, I was, my head neck was going up and down. So at the end of the game, I was, it, was, it was my neck that was hurting. People didn't know all that. So, so I have gotten the chance because I'm at the hall listening to all these guys when they come to the hall. I to know. be able to say, okay, that like like Virat Kohli, I say to people, yeah. Kohli don't have that many strokes. He, he he don't have shots all around the boundary like a Lawrence Rowe. What makes Kohli so powerful and he's starting to lose it? His concentration. Once he goes in the zone, you can't get him out. <laughs> he's, he's now losing it because there are so many other things coming into play. He's getting a little older. He's worried about where his future is going. But when he was younger, you know, so those are the little things I look at before I, you know, judge my players. Okay. And, and my Mr. Next President, time, I'd like to ask a quick question of you. Let me, just, let me just push in these two because it was on my thoughts before and then after you. Mr. Chambers, yes. your best commentators is a dying, an art that people have forgotten and the best umpires. Best umpires, best, best um, commentators. I, 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 I wouldn't know the umpires, but here again, I have to give Mr. Holden the nod as a commentator, because when he first came on board, what he brought to commentating was the fact that he had just finished playing with all the fellows in the world. So when he was commentating, he was talking about the art of playing cricket, what you would do when you would bounce the ball, when you would expect the batsman to hit you. So this commentating is not about the the, the, the bowling and the physical action. These mm-hmm. commentators are now talking about what the player is going to do next, or what they think the bowler should do, or how they, how the, the captain should set the field. So what they have done now, these commentators, they have taken the art of mindfulness to remember. Okay, last week when I bowled, 
the ball outside the half stump. This is the shot the guy play. They know having their mind because they are studying the cricket films, the, the commentators. So they will say to you, you know, if 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 Chris Gale is at the wicket and the bowler is coming up to bowl, don't pitch the ball outside the half stump because if you do, he's going to hit you for six because they have now studied the pattern. The Mikey Holdings of his time didn't do that. And I believe that's why Mr. Holding is retiring now. Because the level of commentating, and Mr. Patel can now explain, is now the commentator has to now go in the, the player's head and tell the audience what they think is happening on the field. It's a whole different thing going on. Now, you listen to the British and the other commentators versus our commentators. They are just coming up to speed. Mr. Um, what's his name? Bishop. Bishop. He's learning the art of mindfulness, and he's starting to predict what the players should do and the feel. Or how you said, I don't know if you've noticed that. Listen to him these days now. Yeah. He can tell you why a Hetmeyer is getting out because he's not doing this, he's not doing that. Mr. Holden wasn't able to do that because he didn't take the time to study when the trade was changing. And so that's that's, that's just my take on the commentary. I don't know much about the umpiring because I haven't been watching that. No, umpiring the, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Let's in say his days, was, yeah, because I, I came on late. I just want um, Mr. Edwards to give, give me a little back... Um, just a little bit of his background. I know it will take him a couple of years to tell me, but in a few minutes, give me an <laughs> update on your background in the game. Who was that for, Mr. Yeah, for you. He, he's asking you. He's Mr. a little Chamber. late, but he didn't, he didn't oh, hear you. Okay, okay. No, no. Yeah. Well, all right. Let me see now. I started playing cricket way back in Jamaica, and I actually played Headley Cup with, in, in Clarendon. I played um, for... Glenmuir High School and I played for Clarendon College so I played then and it was at, at a good level, a good standard of cricket then when they the cricket board they instituted a youth under 19 program that Jamaica was going to Barbados to play I played in the trials and I was very broken-hearted. I was a pace bowler, and I didn't get selected. I thought I was one of the better schoolboy cricket players. But then mm. in 1968, didn't get selected to go to Barbados. My mother saw how distraught I was. So she invited me to come to the U.S. with her. Came to the U.S., and we went down to a little town in Hartford. I was in New York. We went to Hartford. There they invited me to come and play with them fell in love with the guys in Keeney Park because I saw them now it was like a little country town in, in Jamaica. So I came to the U.S. in 68 to go back home to go to UW, fell in love with the fellows in Hartford, stayed in Hartford, and here I am still in Hartford. I played for the Sportsmen's Athletic Club. We were the number one <laughs> champions for a long time in, in, in Connecticut, New York region. Then they started the Hall of Fame. We started the Hall of Fame. And so I've played all my life from, I would say, 70 until now administrating cricket, even though I was still playing for the sportsmen. 
my oh. love for the cricket. I want to see the game grow in Connecticut and in the U.S. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted a little background. Well, I'm with you, yes. too. I am, like uh, Mr. President said, I was born in Montserrat. I went to England as a teenager to be educated, and I played for a club in Middlesex. And um, I left from there, came to New York, worked for the city of New York, and retired now, and now living the good life in Florida. So this is where I, I said to every person who comes on this show, and the president can back me up on this, all I want to see is cricket promoted in America. That would be a, a household name, just like we have football. Well, what I call football is not what Americans call football. You're from Caribbean. You know what I'm talking about when I say football. Right. So that's what I yes, want to sir. see cricket in this country. I might not see America have a world-class team, a test team, but I want to see cricket being a household name in America, like how they're picking up on their football now and all the other games. Because, like I said on the show before, there was a man who was robbing banks, robbing banks, and the judge got tired of it and said, why do you keep robbing banks all the time? He said, that's where the money is. So in America, that's where the mm-hmm. money is. Good money here playing cricket. I remember when I was in England playing for Middlesex, uh, a club in Middlesex. Sobos was the highest paid cricketer in the world. Sobos was making £100,000 a year. That's $150,000 a year. Nowadays, men are making $150,000 in one match, one game, where the money is, you know. So anything to promote cricket, I am for it. Amen. Blian, can I ask him as a follow-up question? Yes, sure. Um, yes, just to follow up on something that he has already spoken about, is that he, when you ask him about test cricket, and you say, no, it's not dying, you just need more innovation. Oh, okay, what other suggestions? Because we know there, there have been innovations such as um, pink ball cricket, day and night, been, and that, that, that's uh, some innovation. And um, there, there's no um, concussion, concussion um, batsman, you know, you can replace likewise, you know, likeness, you know, spinner for spinner, whatever. We, what, what other innovation would you like to see? Any suggestion would you share with us? Yes, uh, and... And this would really change the nature. This would this would really make the thing work. For example, right now West Indies cricket is at its low. India is at its high. Now there are only fifteen players can play on a team. What would happen the squad. if West India West Indies was allowed to buy two players from India to come and play on their test team? What would happen? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'll see that in our lifetime. <laughs> okay. Well, it's the same thing we said about President Obama. We say most of us say we would never see a black president in our lifetime. It happens. <laughs> you know what I said about that too? Um, the way I look at it also, I would say, you know, cricket, I, I say all the time to Ivor and Virgil on the show all the time, we we have to understand it is not feasible that one team is going to be on top all the time. I remember when West Indies right. were on top for 14, 15 years, then Australia. Then when I was a little kid going to school down in Caribbean, I heard about Len Hutton and, and, and Sutton and um, all these batsmen. Nobody could get them out. England was on top of the world. So everything goes in cycles. So I don't feel badly now that we are maybe number six or seven 
down the scale, it's going to come back again. Everything goes in cycles, you know. I know um, uh, India now is on top. And, and, of course, they deserve to be. They're paying the most money. They, they have the best cricketers because they pay the most money, and they draw people from all over the world to play the game. And the more you play, the better you become, you know. But I can see, um, I hope in my lifetime, I'll see West Indies back in the glory days again, you know, Hall and Griffith. You see, you youngsters wouldn't know who those are. Men, those youngsters like, like Virgil and, and um, Ivan, all those young men wouldn't know who Hall and Griffith and these men were, you know. But Gentlemen, your grandfather would tell you who they were. Can you please hold your thought? <laughs> Gentlemen, hold your thought. We have a celebrity among us, and we're going to bring, a, bring him or her in with a tune. Citizen Desuches. Congratulations. Good evening. Congratulations. From all oh, of thank us. you. Thank you. You knew already. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to announce myself. Hey, I've been inducted in Cricket Hall of Fame <laughs> oh. yesterday. Yes. All right. And we knew about it. And we are happy for you. We appreciate, are proud of you. And uh, at long last, I, I, I have two folks now whom I can say I can get their autographs. I always say when you call Richard Freeman, you give me your autograph. So now I know where to find those two. Thank Get you. That's an honor. Thank you. Yeah, well, yes, you have Mr. Mr. Chambers is on, and he's about to leave us now. Uh, what say you to him? Mr. Chambers? Yes, he's on. Good evening, Ms. Joe. Good evening, Ms. Joe. Yes, good evening, Jotsina, right? You guys changed my name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you did. <laughs> I, I became Justina. I couldn't her name, so I called her Justina. <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds cute anyway. That's fine. But I really appreciate and thank you so much. It was an honor and to be there was very nice. Um, uh, what I have to say? More. More work to do now, right? Since yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Miss Justina, to her credit, Miss Justina comes on every Wednesday night with the committee, even before she was, you know, inducted. Yeah. Now that she's inducted, you know, we are expected to see her on the Wednesday show. She's always there. All right. So uh, if you took pictures uh, uh, today, you could send some to Mr. Leon Francis. And he would send it to our computers. I'd like to see you when you go up and get your honor up there. Well, and we, Cricket Hall of Fame are just so selling the panelists that cricket is such a great game. And I've following cricket since we three years old. I had no other choice because my father, my older brothers, they inside listening to cricket in the night in Australia. And my mother said, come inside, it's getting dark. I said, why is it getting dark? They're playing cricket in Australia. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I'd have to go to Australia where yeah. there's no night. Since I was three years old, my mother said, come in, it's getting dark now. I said, why is it dark? And they're still playing in Australia. Yes, father I was, was a big cricket fan. My yes. older brothers, I have a brother in England, in Manchester. He can walk to the ground at Old Trafford in about 20 minutes. And before they open his beer, and he's the last man to leave. He loves the game. This is a great game, you know. That's why I was yes. saying to Mr. Edwards, I'd like to see this game promoted in this country, where they have all this money, paying men how much, Edwards, $20 million dollars and all that. Not, not Mr. Chambers. Chambers. I'd like to see you. my cricketers making that kind of money. I like to see Jetna. I'd like to see you make that kind of money, twenty million a year. Simon, hold your thoughts. Wow. You know what? Men probably make it, but not women. Women cricketers are not making as much yet. Okay. Oh, they, all right. In, in, in Australia, they are making equal, yeah. equal amount in Australia. Not in, okay. not in India. No. Yeah. Men are making Dennis, uh, come on in, double, double that what women are getting paid for cricket. Dennis, yeah. come on in. Dennis. Yes, it wasn't really a question. I was uh, attempting to correct um, Simon that mm. the name is Chambers, not Oh, Ellis. okay. But All since right. I have since I have the mic, I might as well take this opportunity to give a hand up to uh, Jetsna. Wish yeah. her, tell her how proud we are of her achievement in being inducted, because I believe I heard a statement that there aren't many women in the Hall of Fame. Mr. Chambers can confirm that for us. But so you're in a unique position, and we are happy to be that you are with us here as a uh, panelist on our show. Mr. Chambers, is that just not the only woman on the Hall of Fame, or do we have a few others? No, no, there, there are a few. There are, there are a handful of women, because what, what happens is, the, the names need to be submitted to the, the committee, and we don't have too many people submitting women's names. So, yes, we only have a handful of women. I don't even think it's yeah. 10 yet. Your special I think it's about 14. To me, it looks like it's about 12 or 14. But right. uh, Josnak uh, can be listed as a first from India. How about that? Okay. Uh, right. Congratulations. Congratulations all around. Simon, give, 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 let, let's hear from Virgil. Virgil, come on in. You always ask for Jetsna when we miss yeah. you. Yeah, I just want to say congratulations on your award and for the Hall of Fame. And I just wish you all the best and put in all the hard work that you can put in because there's a lot of reward at the end. And... I'm happy, very, very happy for you. Did you see her Thank in you your so beautiful city? Did you see her in your beautiful city? Did she was there close by? No, she, no, no, no. She passed. She, she passed through. She didn't want to pass through the, the, the beautiful city of Lada Hill. She didn't want to see the park, so she drive on 95, head right up to Boca Raton. She didn't want to um, park into Lada Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, Leon, I, I was, yes, I was saying something. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah I, I saw, I, I was watching on Mac TV and I saw when Jetna made her entrance and yes, um, so John T and, and others, 
but then there was no sound at all. We could see the person at the mic, the MC. He was talking, but we weren't. Get, there was no audio. And then yes. the thing went. The thing went off completely. So unfortunately, I did not get to watch any of it because I was trying moving from Facebook to Mac TV, and it was yeah. just rerunning things. That, you know. So unfortunately, Jet and I did not see when you got your award, when you got inducted into the Hall of Fame, or anybody for that matter. So um, I hope. I hope it's recorded and someone will put it on Facebook put it back on Facebook. we can get to watch the entire ceremony. Yeah, but oddly, I think that next will time, take place. Uh, yeah. That oddly, will next take time, turn up. Hold on, Virgil. Hold on, Virgil. Hold on, Virgil. Sorry, sorry. Virgil, this event has been recorded in the hall, but whatever streamline had a little bit hiccup initially. More so than a little bit, a whole lot of than those. I believe they're gonna review the entire show on a recorded camera and try to put it back. Okay. Uh, congratulations okay. Yeah, to it's... you, Mr. Patel. Yeah, hold, Simon. Simon, hold hold a while. Let's one, let one, one person speak at a time, because we're having a, a lot of feedback and we just want to make sure. Uh, who is on? Was it um, Audley? Oddly, have you yeah yeah completed? yeah I, I was yeah. I was finished but we're getting we're, I was about to complain about the feedback to like some I don't yes, know if it's radio or what is going on but yes, the whole um, in the background. it's coming yeah. it's coming from Tampa okay so we All right. yeah yeah we got it that's the just yeah Leon quick yes quick one if we if we if we were in a position I think I would request a song always a special lady for Judgner. Always a special lady. Yeah, I think it's like Kenny Rogers, is it? Yeah. Okay, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Let's see what we have. Go ahead. You go ahead speaking then, gentlemen. Go ahead speaking while I... Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. I, 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 I could tell, um, oddly, that uh, there is a recording of the entire four hours of this thing. I've been sent a copy. I was fortunate to be sent a copy. And what I'll do is I'll forward a cup. I'll forward that to you, and uh, maybe you can go through that. It was a very beautiful ceremony, and well, you know, well, I don't know if orchestrated is the right word, but I think all the fiddles, all the organs, all the musicians were in place, and they were doing things under right spot. So, Mr. Chambers, you and your team have a great deal to um, be proud of. You did a wonderful job. Thank you, sir. Thanks. And yes, yes, yes. Wonderful and, job. And, uh, on, thank you, Mr. Dennis. I'd really appreciate that, man. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'll forward it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, can thank I, you. Can I, can I reply back to Audley now? Yes. yes. Audley, you should take off the mute button or turn up the volume, and you wouldn't have that problem. No, 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 nothing at all. With not, well, what you, you you can mute, but now volume can't help when there's nothing coming on. There's nothing at all coming on. I turned up my thing to the max, and there was nothing coming through. The muting was done um, from maybe the camera, or what, whatever, whatever technical problem that was going on. We weren't getting any, no, any sound, and then nothing at all afterwards. So I will look into end. that for you. I will look into that because I have been getting calls during the show and up to recently that the persons watch the entire program. Mm-hmm. So I, I will have to yeah, find I, out what, yeah, what I, went I was wrong. Right. 
Yeah, mm. much on Mac, Mac TV and that was what happened. Yeah, you know, just cut okay. off completely. I couldn't okay. see it myself. I couldn't see it myself. I didn't. I asked Dennis this morning about it. Yes. Any other thoughts that we want to share with Mister Chambers? Any thoughts, Simon? Simon, any thoughts you have before Virgil? Any thoughts? No, he answered the questions I asked. He answered oh, me. Okay. Leon, I have a relevant point here. You know, um, Mr. Chambers brought it up, and if, if you look back on our summary sheet for this week, we had on the list um, an item which touched on uh, the point that Mr. Chambers brought up, and that is with the exponential growth of the uh, franchise cricket, such as IPL, CPL, and on the Cricket schedule is relentless demanding the professional cricketers physically and emotionally are now taking its toll on their mental health. So there is a pressure growing to change because of the possibility of burnout, and that is now being actively discussed in England because of the pressure that the English players are now talking about burnout. So it's a very relevant point that... uh, um, coincidentally, we had planned to talk about today, and Mr. Chambers brought it out to the forefront and shows how very important it is, this burnout situation, and that it needs to be taken seriously in view of uh, what is now beginning to, you know, mushroom in cricket and in other sports. Yeah. floor is open. Yeah, what I'm... Yeah, what I was okay. thinking, Mr. President, is um, they're really playing too much cricket. That's it. I remember the days when they were playing three months. They'll go to Australia, Australia, South Africa, India, Pakistan. They play for three months. They come home. They rest. They play next year for three months. Now they're playing cricket all year round. I think it's just too much. They're burned out as, um, uh, you know, they're playing too much cricket. Simon, you don't see anything yet because as soon as the major league starts in the USA in 2022, mm. you, you, you're going to be swamped with cricket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I remember the days when West Indies would play for three months and go back home and cut sugar cane. Next year they go and play around. They were still winning. Now they're playing in India, they're playing in Australia, they're playing all over, and they, they're at the bottom. I can't understand that. All right. Mr. Chambers, you're free to go unless yeah, I know you might be passing yes, the dream. So if you want to say your final thoughts to us or final words yes, before you um, leave, I'm glad that Jetna was able to I was able to Yeah, Mr. Mr. President, I'd like to impose on you one question since I came on later. Mr. Chambers, tell us please in a few words what needs to be done to bring West Indies cricket back to the forefront. Give us in a few words. In a few words, mindfulness training has to be implemented in the next couple of months if West Indies cricket is going to come back. Thank you. Thank you. And may I ask, may I add that he has a book specially written for that purpose? He calls it Winning Strokes. So that's a copy. Did you win one of the books that we raffled the last time? Simon? Uh, no, I didn't get you. 
Did you win one of the books that we raffled, or Mr. McKenzie? Was it Mr. McKenzie? And, uh, no, I didn't, I, win a, I didn't win oh. any. I didn't win. No. All right, so. You heard well, I'd from... like to read about it, yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. And we're going to buy a couple of those books, a few of those books we raffle again. Yes. Your final thoughts, Mr. Chambers? Yes, sir. I will, I will make some of those books available to you. I'll show Mr. Patel. I will get them down to you. And yes, okay. once again, thanks yeah, for having me. And congratulations to Miss Patel. Well deserving. And I know her. We always say once you become a Hall of Famer, your real estate value goes up. <laughs> <laughs> I am expecting her now to become very prominent on your show. Oh, so yeah. Thanks She's for having me. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank we, no, we, we thanks for having you, and I will be back whenever you invite me. Okay, you know the door is open, and as soon as we yes, I mean, want to hear from you again, we'll be glad to call you. We you have your numbers secured again, so we'll always have you a part of our show. Any announcement you wish to make, we'll be glad for you to do it here first. Or anything of significance that you want to mention. Our doors are open. Mr. Patel is there. Jackson is there now. Ivor is there also. And I am here. So, we are, you're always welcome. You're part of what you Thank do. you, gentlemen. You're welcome. Have a blessed evening. God great bless. to have you, sir. Great Keep to have you. God bless. Great, great have work. a great week. Thank you, Thank Mr. You. Chambers, Thank for you everything. Fine words. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, uh, thank you. Bye-bye. Good night, Mr. Chambers, and be safe, you and your family. Yes. Good night. Thank you all. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you so very much again. Dennis, bye for Mr. Chambers. Yeah, yeah Mr. Chambers, goodbye. Mm. Goodbye, Mr. Chambers. Thank you for coming, and we look forward to the next time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Jayton, your, your words before his words of... I know he's, he's never going to leave your presence. He's always in your presence. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we are together. You know, we are together for the same reason and same mission. And we'll carry on our uh, interest to keep this game live and help other people. Okay. Thank you so much again. God bless. He's, he's, he has left us. Okay. Jason. I have a thought. I have a thought. I have a thought for the panelists earlier. Okay, because we have one from um, Jason as well. Okay. I I was thinking. I was thinking that, you know, because of this, because of this burnout question, would it not be more practical for, for the international bodies such as the ICC? to get out of the T20 game and leave, leave the T20s to the franchises in the various countries. This way you reduce that um, competition between the individual. For example, we could TL and the IPL and the Pakistani ones and others and forget about the ICC and forget about the others like the 100 and just focus on those such as the IPL and the CPL and the international cricket Western, um, test playing countries get out of the game as, as such, if you understand what I'm saying. Yes, but I'm going to tell you why it's not going to happen. 
because the, the ICC tournaments are really national tournaments. And the franchise cricket is made up of cricketers from all over, all over yes. different traditions. But, and that's why it's but not going to be... That's my point, Leon. If we take the leave the franchise, they can do whatever they've been doing now, and the money will still be out there for them to develop the game. ICC getting involved the way they are now in the T20 era, they're beginning to add additional stress on the the players. And this is why I'd like to see it just remain as a franchise because these people have put so much money into building it up, I think they should um, be able to reap the benefit of their investment. And so Can I we want hear from to the panelists then? Yes, let me hear from the sure, panelists. Yeah. Go ahead, then. Um, you, you know, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Audrey. Okay, sorry. No, you call Jason. Yeah. I'll, I'll wait. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead Audrey. Okay, you, you, know where, you know where the problem will come in? Um, each domestic um each one of the countries that has the domestic t20s want a window right yeah. for the world to know what is going on right for instance you know right. india the biggest of them all you know right. th- there's a time window when all the all of their international players and other other big cricketers from around or international players from around, around the world they are coming to um compete for their team in the IPL. And of course, nobody yes. wanted to be interrupted and you want the best of the best to be there, right? Yes. Um, for instance, with, with the Caribbean or CPL, that, that's what has been used along with IPL and other of the um, right. T20 uh, circles from around the world is used to select our Caribbean team because there's not a team mm-hmm. competition. You, you can't have one as a matter of fact because of the contract that was signed with the CPL. So you, yes. you, you, you'll find that that will have to continue going and going. And uh, there is a there is an ICC 20, as you know already, and there's a tournament coming up in the next next month or so. So there's no way that, the, the, uh, ICC, that the ICC is going to back out of those stuff. I don't think we're going to see that. I understand that's your view, that's your view you know, that you think mm-hmm. that they should, but you have to have the ICC to regulate what is going on or is it going to be total chaos? Well, yeah, they can regulate it. They can regulate it with some order, but as an overseeing, but I think they mm-hmm. should get out of organizing one specifically for them because it put pressure create windows where these games can be played and don't put the stress on the players trying to, you know, juggle their, their, their time. But you, but see, in though, the, but you, you know, from, you know in the end... Let's give you an audience, let Jason and, and um, Virgil answer. Yeah, and yeah. In, 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 the end, in the end, all the records that would really matter is what is being done in the international arena, right? T20 internationals. Um, ODI International, Test Cricket, you know, those are the records. It, it doesn't matter how much um, first-class century you make and stuff like that, but the, the important stats that people are looking at is your Test Record, mm-hmm. the ODI Record, or, exactly. uh, and your T20 International Record. So, so it really, it really have to, um, the, the ICC will have to be 
in it organizing the, the, the personal international matches, not just can leave it up to just domestic um, matches. Virgin, Virgin let's just hear your thoughts on that, the question that um, Dennis asked. Yeah, yeah, I totally disagree. I, I, you cannot change. I see, I see, I see, have the World Cup, the T20 World Cup. You could not change the World Cup. Everybody wants to win the World Cup. It's not to say you go Australia and play in the Big Bash. You go India and play in the IPL. I go the Caribbean and play the CPL. Where's the, where's, where's the world champion? There's no world champion there. If you say you want to cut back on some of these countries with putting pressure on these players, I can understand that, but not for the ICC because ICC is not putting no pressure on no one. You just have test match, um, one day, and T20. And ICC does not have the amount of game what the world is having. I mean, if you want to go and play in all those competitions all over the world and burn yourself out, it is up to you. It is not up to the ICC because the competition that the ICC is playing is not burning out the players. It's the other competition what they're running here and here and there. So I, I would not touch nothing with the ICC. All these other countries can do what they want to do. If you want to go and play in all these competitions and burn yourself out, that is up to you, which I think... You shouldn't be doing that, running all over and play, but that's what you want to do. There's a price to pay for it, and if burnout is the price that you pay, you have to accept it. Can I have a No, wait, wait. Iva, Iva, come in. Iva, you want to come in? Come in, Iva. Come in, Jatin. Okay. Uh, okay, Iva, Iva, okay, go ahead. Give us your case. Go ahead, Iva. That's fine. Go ahead, Iva. No, go ahead. If not, I can move on. I can tell you this is the best example for the all people who used to say that BCCI is killing cricket in West Indies. Landolation. I will say ICC has nothing to do with it. They are the governing body for the game, and they are doing their best they can. It's a board has to deal with their players who contract them. So, for example, if the BCCI, the way India does, their players are not allowed to play anywhere else except IPL. What are they trying to do? They are trying to protect the quality and their brand name. So the players don't play here and there and then burn out and don't perform well. It takes a lot. Think about it. God has given a day which has a 12 hours of sun, about 12 hours of moon. What it is? Mm-hmm. 50% work, 50% rest. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are human. Everyone has to earn the bread and butter. So we change the rules. So what are we doing? It? Average person working eight hours for the work. Eight hours. Anything he can do with his living and the remaining eight hours, which we call a third shift, is for the rest. Now, the workload has been increased as we're talking. Number of events are growing. Number of matches growing. But don't forget, it's not about just matches and the schedule. The travel time it takes to get those grounds. Some of the players, let's take example of West Indies player, any player, try mm-hmm. to figure out how many hours it will take from their house to get to a first ground. 
where they're going to play the first mm-hmm. game. And after that, keep adding number of hours it takes to be there from first ground to second ground, second ground to third ground. My the main concern is if you combine this number of hours, time, actual player is playing on the field actively during the game, and then count number of hours these people are spending in a travel to get there, and then find out how many hours left for their normal life as well as the rest. That balance does not exist. And because of that, the thing tank behind the good rest is like India. Protect their players first. Don't allow them anywhere else so they can be well-rested or can have enough time for the family living and do other things. Followed by neighbor Pakistan. They only allow, I believe, three events a year, no more than that. So the players will not be playing half dozen events like the West Indies players does. And the, by the way, when the people are concerned about these too many events, I will say we have to live with demand. The rule is very simple. In any sport, it's a business. We need money. And the trade is very simple. You cannot sell something that people don't want to buy. So the T20 is the demand. Spectators, fans, everyone, including players, they want to play more T20. And that is what they're doing. So what's happening here? They are growing number of events worldwide. So now it's come to the governing bodies at the state, regional, and the national level. How to protect their players. Otherwise, players is willing to take as much money as they can, which is what we do in a normal life. If somebody is working on hourly basis, after eight hours, if they offer the overtime, they will do it. Why? They need more money. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge concern. But again, I will say the governing body in every country has to put a regulation to make sure that they are protected. They are trying to keep the quality high. And at the same time, they have to maintain their players' fitness in terms of the both ways. Make sure they are available for the country first. And the number two, make sure they have enough time to get rested as well as preparation time for the practice. If we don't, then I will say this is what happens. You play in two months, maybe about 20, 30, 20, and then you're going to walk away from the tournament because either you're tired, either you're not able to take it, or some people might say they burn out. But it's whose fault? It's the player. They need to decide how much work they can do. They need to decide how many games they can play. It's just like 60-year-old guy. All his life he has played game. And if you ask him, you want to play cricket? He will say yes. But does it mean he has a strong leg like the 20-year-old kid can provide you on the ground? No. Ivor? Ivor? No? But how about you? No, I'm I'm here. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, you are muted. We're calling you. That is yeah, one you're... good point there. Yeah. We might be muting it, but I can tell you right now, it's years late then. What the ICC and the rest of the world would have done to Alan Sanford is a travesty. And that is where we are today. 
We yes. all these burnout and everybody just envy the brainchild of the man and put him down. Yes, I am agreeing that there should be some regulations and if it's ICC have to do it, they should do it. Yes. In baseball, when you pitch, you can't get up and pitch every night. The rules and regulations for that, where you have to rest so many games before you come back and pitch, whether you're the best pitcher or not, because they're not going to burn you out. You're a truck driver. The regulations for that, they can only drive but so many miles and hours per day. Why can't right. this be done to forget? Instead of having a yes. bunch of greedy men, knowing that they can do what they're supposed to do, and they're doing right. it for franchise, and they're not leaving anything in the tank for the national yep. teams. So I'm agreeing yes. with you. Something should be done rather than burning out these guys. But something is being done. But see how it's being done by some individual um, countries. For instance, (laughs) Australia would send Shane Warren to the IPL and demand that he does not bowl. Stokes would play, but he would not bowl. And all that kind of stuff. Wabada, you can only play such and such. Our West Indian players who are the best at it would want to play every single game if they can because they start the dollar sign on the forehead and they worship their mighty dollar. When it comes to playing for the West Indies, they banged up, burnt out, and get sick on the watch for West Indies. It has happened. So you have a point there, Dennis. There should be some regulations. Yeah. The only thing you're asking mm-hmm. the ICC to keep out, but they already got yes. it there through Stanford mm-hmm. when it's not been so now it's for them to regulate it. Yes. That's the only way we'll keep a high standard of cricketers. Good point. Yes. Simon. Good. You, Good point. Let Simon come in and then Dennis, you have an opportunity to answer all these questions. Yeah, that's what I was saying before when Mr. Chambers was on. I said I remember when I was in England, my young man, West Indies would play three months in Australia and they would win. Three months in England, they would win. They go back home. Three months again in India, they would win. Now they're playing all year round and losing. I can't understand that. I thought the more you play a game, is the better you become. The, the more I do my, my math, I was finance major in the city of New York, finance department. The more I do math, the better I become at it. That was my worst subject in school. And there I end up, finance department, city of New York. The more you do it, the better you become. So the more they play cricket, why don't they get better? Simon, you just, yeah. Back to um, Mr. Dennis. Dennis, you heard the, the pros and the cons. Yes. Give us uh, your take on all the folks who are in well, our opposition. We have, to re- we have to remember, Leon, that all these great ups and downs that we have seen on cricket for the last, what, 50 years, dare I say, or 40 years, all started with Kerry Packer. It started mm-hmm. because he introduced money into the program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That meant right. that players were now suddenly, instead of being um, employed for one period of time, they could em- be employed a lot longer and get more money. Stanford threw in his lot there, and we saw again how successful that was. So what I would say why do we have to have an international world champion? Why can we not have an international team that wins a trophy? And the trophy is the Italy Trophy. 
Why does it have to be a world trophy? We have in soccer international break where all domestic program gets set aside for a period of time. We could do that in cricket, an international break for a month, two months, three months, where you play this game at the franchise level. At the end of the season, you can then have the successful champion playoff, just like we have in the minor league game that we've been witnessing here. That was enjoyed, that was successful, and people enjoyed the cricket. The same program can be organized, in my opinion, with the franchises playing the game. ICC can regulate and get out of the way and not organize competing matches. That's it. Back to you, Leon. Dennis, Dennis, meet you. Yes. There are a mm-hmm. number of players playing for more than one franchise. That's, That's fine, one. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to deal with that? One player, how, who's gonna, how is he, he going to qualify for which team? Mumbai Indians. Yes. It means that all the franchise clubs that are going to be organizing their T20s, they sit down and they say, we are going to adopt these rules as to who play, where, how many games and so on, as Ivor was saying, in terms of how many you can play. So they can decide you can only play for one franchise or two franchise amongst themselves. But I think it can be worked out so long as you give the franchise owners the opportunity to discuss and plan this thing. And the ICC should regulate cricket and recognize it, but get out of the way because you're causing more harm than good in the game. That's my, you know, response. Can I come back in earlier, please? Can you give me a right, sure. Yeah, go. I hear what you're saying, Dennis, and, and I agree with you. There should be regulation, and, and of yeah. course, there are regulations. The thing is, some of those things that thing are simply too loose. The NOC that, are, that have been given to players, um, it, it's a way of regulating how, how the players move about from franchise to franchise, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But then it's not operating, you know, and then remember that, some some players too because you cannot stop them from playing their trade stop them because that, right because that, that that's what they do that's what they, that's a profession right and the whole thing is moderation if if you decide it's just like what India is doing you now you, well they have been doing it for a long time Australia England and all those places um, those countries they implement this stuff where you, you, you even if you're gonna play for a franchise you can play a certain uh, amount of matches and if they have their um, international cricket coming up, you have to be back in their country um, on time to prepare yourself and so forth. Not just fly overnight and then a couple of days to play cricket. It don't work like that, right? So it has to be structured properly by each cricketing nation. Yeah. Um, that, uh, and, but, but then, let me, let, let me finish. But then to say after they do that, no, you're not going to have an intern, internal world champion in T20 or ODS. Even in soccer, where, where they're having the, the, the different things, every four years they have, they have the, the world championship. Every four years they oh. have the World Cup soccer, where the world stop to watch. And in, in, in every competition, they have world netball championship. Uh, the, the same thing happened in basketball. They have the world basketball championship. They, so there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a championship. You, you need to have a team I know that um, this team is the world championship. 
where T20 is concerned. Just like um, United States sent an par team to basketball world championship. And they were beaten so bad, they're not even finished the top three, right? Because they, 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 they covered the tops. Those guys did not go there. And they, get, they got beaten. And another, uh, another, another nation become world champion in, basket, in the basketball, right? It's not the NBA, but the world champion in basketball and a whole, right? So the, um, it, that's what happened. So you you have to have um, a championship where, where where the world is concerned. There's nothing wrong with having having the the NOCs being given and have some certain restrictions. But in the end, you we need to have the continuously continue to have the world championship in T20, ODIs, and 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 ten, and to come T20, T10 too. Yeah. That's well, I could, I, if, if nobody else wants to in on this, I could respond to that. Go ahead. The same way these franchise players are playing different countries, but there's no reason why that for every four years you could not have a T20 World Cup because these players would then be playing for their respective countries every four years, not every year they're in a in in a match setting or a match we, tournament. We don't have so, every two every year, no. We don't have every year, no. No, well, well, I don't know. No, 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 no I, I think every, every two years. Yeah. No, it, it, every two years, I think the T20. The, the, yes, the every two years. years. Every two mm-hmm. years, now they removed the Champions Trophy. No Champions Trophy. They are right. putting the T20 every two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And that's every and four years you could have this. The, the, the ODI could, is what, every four years? The ODI? Yeah. ODI is a four-year World Cup standard, and any year you have the World Cup, ODI will not have the T20 same year. Yeah. Right. right. But, but it's every four years. But uh, mm-hmm. let, me, let me give you one important point to you guys where this thing mm-hmm. is messed up. Uh, mm-hmm. Coming back to the West Indies cricket, don't blame on T20. The whole issue started, if you're following well West Indies, it's all started with the ODI business way back around 2000 when they had a, uh, some issues with the DigiCell's first ever contract or something. Remember those days. Those mm-hmm. are the panic buttons started in terms of the money with the players' association. Players were not happy, and there had a lot of issues going on. So this is not the T20. It's already started way before in West Indies. Number two, about this burnout, number of events, number of games they're playing, I will blame on two things, administration itself, and the second part, second side of the coin is always player. Think, FIFA has their own World Cup every four years. Alternate two years, Olympic, which is also four years. But the Olympic and FIFA are always two years away from each other, okay? Now, think about it. If the soccer player can play FIFA, he is eligible to play for his country in Olympic. Top of that, he can play his own league as well as he can go European or Spanish League or Liga League, and these all leagues are out there, right? Mm-hmm. How they manage mm-hmm. these workloads, and these cricket players are not able to. In fact, soccer takes more intensity, more fitness than cricket requires because these players yes. are running 
non-stop for 120 cool. minutes on the field without water break or I will say bathroom break. So mm-hmm. if you look at this other way, cricket never has thought about it. Cricket mm-hmm. has not improved in terms of the players or respect to the players, how much rest needed or how it needs to be regulated or how it needs to be uh, operational to make sure they are performing at the best, right? And that is the huge concern. Now, is the privatization or is the private leagues or T20 around the world is not hurting the game. But right. the players are not able to figure out what exactly they want. Some of the player thinks, I can play year-round like a robot and can make more money. And that is what's killing these players. Yes, so from a respect, you, that's what I was thinking about, too, because West Indies cannot regulate and say, listen, you, I'm not going to give you an NOC. Say you, Russell, if Russell were to be asked not to bowl or not to play into a tournament, I'm sure he would say, well, I can not play for West Indies and make enough money for my living. So they're afraid to, to instruct them like what India can do because India has the, the players, you know. And Russell, if we tell Russell, no, we're not going to give you NOC. We give Gale. Remember what happened with Gale when he had that? He got the first contract and he, he had so much fight with the West Indies because the board West Indies doesn't have the means. And in soccer, you know, soccer will give millions of dollars each year to one of its members. Cricket... Cricket not giving them as much money as um as uh what um FIFA would give to the, the footballers. So West Indies doesn't have the means. Not, not only that, Leon, Leon, not only that. Let me tell you, I'm coming from more of soccer world. If you look at these all legendary players who are making millions, like Lionel Messi and bunch of others, if yeah. you look at how they maintain their life. It's a much better way to do it than what cricketer does. In terms of, they decide how many games they want to play in an entire year. They're taking care of their rest part and their maintenance part, where we call, they try to recover their body before they go back to the next game. Also, they take some time to make sure they have enough time for improvement and the regular practices. And they put this thing in place because they are trained professionally. They know how to do time management and life management. Where the cricketers is on the other side, if you ask somebody, can you play one game in the morning and another one in the evening? He will say, yes, I'm ready to go. Save me the money. <laughs> exactly. Yes, folks. <laughs> let's yeah. from Justin, folks, let's hear from Justin. Time is running on on us, right? Um, very good question, Dennis. But go ahead. You're making a point. Go ahead. Go ahead. Make your final point. Yeah, I definitely agree. But I think what should happen is all the franchise owners need to get together and thrash out the various conditions of play so people will not be allowed to play three or four different franchises. They can get together and regulate this amongst themselves. Because the players want the money, they want the, 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 the work. And we should not attempt to try and stop them. But if the franchise owners get together and set out the conditions, it will work and it can work. 
That's my. Uh, there should be a solution, but I know the franchise yeah. want the best players because they too want to win, and when they win, they're going to get a part of the winning takes. So it's yeah. it's just going to be a puzzle. But let's hope and pray all goes well, and let's hear from Jackson. Jackson, your final thoughts. Yeah, good evening, everybody. Thank you very much for um, recognizing me by Mr. Chambers and all of you. Congratulating me was wonderful. And I'll keep doing my work and um, more work towards the women's cricket team. And we're glad to be a part of us. The the lone female voice on our show. Simon, your final words, sir? Very happy to do it, Mr. President. To everybody, it was a wonderful, wonderful show. I learned so much tonight. That's why I come on the show all night. Every Sunday night, to listen to you men who know the game so well, and ladies. And I must say congratulations to you, Jetna, and Mr. Patel, and all those on the panel. We learned so much from you. I want everyone to have a wonderful week next week. Be safe, and we'll be back here next week, Sunday, at 6 o'clock on the Cricket Show. Have a wonderful week, all. Good night. Good night. Okay, Virgil, your final say words, uh, as I said, I'm back to Mr. Patel again. Just want to tell you, appreciate the visit. I appreciate the, the stuff that they gave to me. And hope someday again we see each other again somewhere around the place. And to all the listeners, I hope you guys enjoy the show. And looking forward for another one next week. And looking forward for all of you to join us um, next week again. And good night to each each and every one of you. Ivor, your final words? I know you have... You have an early bedtime tonight, having worked so hard today. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, thanks. Yeah, well, first of all, let me say congratulations to the Hall of Fame inductees here on our show. Uh, at least all of us should be happy for that. We've been represented. I'm going to take that hey, as a thumb, gentlemen. It's just not both of you, but all of us. And, uh, you mean? I missed out the birthday, so I want to say happy birthday to Donna coming up on this seventh. Oh, yeah. so I missed that out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, happy mm-hmm. birthday. And for everyone in, in October, too, let's just go ahead and say happy birthday. Okay. So, so well, you... make it a great week, everybody. And stay safe. Jay-Jay? Remember to stay. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, just a good show today. We heard a, all about Cricket Hall of Fame, and we really touched the issue of uh, growing concern about this uh, mentality of the players. And it's got to be mm-hmm. huge because the World Cup is around the corner. IPL is heading towards the playoffs, and it uh, looks like the uh, interactive week's coming. But uh, enjoy today, and definitely get back next week on the radio. Till then, good night, everybody. Good night to you, too. Good night. How about you, Dennis? Dennis, your good final words? Well, yes. I, you know, Leon, there's a very, very important topic we didn't get around to this week, but I hope we can put it back on the agenda for next week. I'm really yes. concerned about what's been happening in Afghanistan as regarding cricket yes. and women's cricket as a whole. So I'd like us to be able to, uh, you know, attack that program, that particular subject next next time round. And for that, congratulations again to Jatin and Juxna. We are very proud of your achievement, and we are happy that you're part of our team. Thank you, Leah. Thank you so much, too. Uh, Audley, your final thoughts? Yes, and um, just want to join the rest of the panelists. Uh, the rest, uh, yeah, to um, congr- congratulate uh, Jetna and Jayton. Of course, um, our 
being a part of us here, we just want to say, um, just want to hail you guys up big time. And Simon, you forgot to, um, I did it, but you forgot to, um, and, um, the anniversary between uh, for your, your sister and her husband, Edwina and Elena. Um, remember, okay. it will be coming up on the fifth, the 47th anniversary, right? And yeah, of course, I did. Uh, yeah, yes, I was expecting yet. Donna. Yes, I was expecting Donna, but she didn't come through this time. Um, Donna, we just want to wish you again a big time happy birthday when it comes. And we just want to say, um, it's a wonderful show, sir. And um, everyone have a wonderful, wonderful week. But just before I go, I just want to leave you a word. Let us not look back in anger, looking at our life. Let us not look back in anger, nor look forward in fear, but around us in awareness. Um, so have a wonderful, wonderful week. God willing, next week we'll be doing this all over again. God bless. And we want to thank all, I want to thank all the panelists for their input. It was a joy. It was a pleasure for me to be, you know, steering the ship. And we pray that it will continue to be a blessed show and all those who have listened to it uh, would have enjoyed it. And I have chosen this song for Jatsna. I don't know if she likes it, but I heard it maybe 10 years ago. So Jatsna, don't blame me. Blame the music. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thank you anyway. (laughs) Good night to you all.
Yeah, Lady by D'Angelo. Good night, all, and have a blessed evening. Good night.